Well, then there were two, including the program that has become synonymous with Summit League women's basketball prowess is South Dakota State University, the one seed, meets six seed Omaha this afternoon for the Summit League Women's Basketball Championship with a chance to dance this afternoon. 27-5 South Dakota State winners of 20 in a row, nation's third longest active winning streak, look to complete a perfect season against the Summit League. But standing in their way, the upstart Mavericks from Omaha, who sport a 15 and 16 record. They were eight and 10 in conference play. Good afternoon. Brad Peterson with Scotty Quaz. Welcome inside the Denny Sanford Premier Center here in Sioux Falls, SDSU and Omaha and Scotty. The Jacks were favored to get here as a, as a one seed and dominating Summit League play during the regular season. The Mavs, they survived the rest of the field, if you will, and they've earned the right to go to the uh, championship game with a chance to go to the big dance here. And for the second time in three years under Coach Banks, uh, Omaha's got some pieces to the puzzle here. And again, we reflect back to the preseason poll. You know, where did we expect people to be? The Jackrabbits were the number one. They turned out to be the number one. Omaha was picked bottom of the pile, number 10. Didn't feel like they had enough pieces in place. And uh, they've managed to, again, weather the storm. They haven't always been that consistent team but they've played well when it mattered. Elena Pilacuda, we'll talk about her in the scouting report. She is the engine that makes this team go and over a thousand point score. Graduate student spent her whole time here at Omaha. She is Maverick basketball. There was a stretch in time where the Jackrabbits were getting ready to face Omaha down in Baxter. And she had scored uh, like 80% field goal shooting over four different games, only missed like four or five shots. And so she is a score maker, a difference maker on the inside, but it's been the guard play. Uh, Grace Cave, Katie Kaichis there. There's a handful of youthful players that have really made a difference. And again, if you're Omaha, boy, just, just go for it. You got nothing to hold back. That's really true. SDSU proving to be the toughest challenge yet for them in this tournament as the Jacks have not lost a single game all season to a conference opponent. South Dakota State has taken care of business in the Summit League tournament, but back to Omaha, they defeated North Dakota on Sunday, 84-61. Yesterday, Kansas City as the 10 seed gave them fits, but Omaha comes away with a 69-60 victory. Your thoughts on yesterday's win for the Mavericks. Again, Elena Pilacuda, 16 points, 11 rebounds in that contest, eight defensive rebounds in the ball game there. And Omaha it jumped out to that lead. And that was a, a back and forth affair. And Kansas City just ran out of gas. But a, what a credit to Kansas City for even making it to that to, to that semifinal. They were on empty when they came into the tournament, but found some uh, some new life, found some gas, and they, they got a couple of games in and, and made it to that far. But uh, again, Omaha just had a little bit more experience, a little bit more depth, which I think uh, certainly led the way. Grace Cave uh, set a career high, 19 points in the game yesterday. Then too, she was really a difference for them, went seven of nine from the field. So uh, Omaha, uh, again, you can see that they're playing with a different attitude, different uh, atmosphere about them. As the Jackrabbits of the hometown crowd of South Dakota State making their entrance back onto the floor here at the Denny Sanford Premier Center. Back to the Mavericks uh, a day after she became the third Maverick this season to top 300 points. You mentioned, Scotty, Grace Cave matched her season high with that team leading 19 points. South Dakota State, meanwhile, has taken care of business in two games. They did not falter. First quarter, they have had some issues with turnovers, a combined 14 turnovers in about, uh, about 11 minutes of first quarter play in the first two games. But they come away with commanding victories in the first round quarterfinal, I should say, against number eight, St. Thomas, 
87-59. And then yesterday, de defeating Oral Roberts, who came with everything. They may have run out of gas, too, beating the Golden Eagles by a final of 87-60. to Jacks just seem to have a little bit more maturity presence about themselves. They've got depth on their side. The other stat I kind of thought I looked over last night, 57 free throws. The Jacks have gotten to the free throw line. They have uh, had some foul counts racked up against their opponents there, and they've been aggressive offensively to get to the hole. And, again, that was early, what, six, seven turnovers. But then uh, later in the game, uh, only ended up with 18. So, again, a really good presence about handling that pressure and that physicality that Oral Roberts threw at them. This is the second of three years that Omaha has been in a title game. South Dakota State advancing to their second consecutive Summit League Tournament Championship as the Jackrabbits yesterday recorded 20 assists uh, or more for the 12th time this year. We haven't talked much about it, but it was great defense again yesterday, including Callie Tyson, six blocks, a new career high for her. The Jackrabbits swatted 11 shots yesterday. They got, uh, again, hands in the passing lane, disrupting Oral Roberts. Uh, I don't know if they were settling, but they were taking a lot of quick shots. And they are, again, about tempo. We knew that about them. They were going to be about tempo. They were going to be about pressure. And when that pressure really didn't pay off for them, well, that left uh, some open lanes. Jackrabbits got a number of layups. How many layups did we count yesterday? So being able to uh, convert and transition and just the athleticism. How many times we see the Paige Meyer uh, miraculous unassisted layup <laughs> off the top of the glass and, again, sharing the basketball. There's so many times yesterday, too, that we saw that extra pass. There's two, three wide-open threes that they're left dared to shoot, if you will, SDSU is. But they make that extra pass, and they uh, they find just that extra little groove, make the defense work that much harder. And uh, offensively, that's really been uh, kind of a calling card for them. Again, on a side note, too, the Jackrabbits, with yesterday's win, sole possession of the nation's third longest active winning streak, better only by South Carolina with 38 games, Gardner-Webb with 21, and, of course, UNLV also in that neighborhood of 19 and 20 game win streak. South Dakota State's. Again, in this contest, 27-5, and five, taking on Omaha at 15-16 and 16 with the chance to dance. It's all coming up as we continue our pregame show. Straight ahead, we'll scout the Omaha Mavericks. We'll also have a chance to talk with Aaron Johnson. It's all straight ahead. You're listening to Jack Rabbit Basketball from Learfield. Back in Sioux Falls at the Denny Sanford Premier Center, Brad Peterson with Scotty Quaz. It's South Dakota State's the one seed, Omaha the sixth seed in the women's championship basketball games. Time to take a look at the scouting report on the Mavericks. Presented by First Dakota National Bank, serving the people of South Dakota with dependable banking solutions for over 150 years. First Dakota, where the locals go. Team that is, Scotty, and you've seen them a, a couple of times this year. Guards are very active, very aggressive on uh, on offense, and also defensively. And we'll talk to Aaron Johnson about that, but he says they really close out and they try to close those gaps too when it comes to teams trying to, to penetrate the, the middle. But they're led by Grace Cave. Uh, Cave comes in as a, a good defender, scores 10 points a, a contest. She is one of a couple because they'll play one in with Elena Pilakuta in the post and four guards out. But Grace Cave, like the other, other three guards, drive first guard. She prefers to go to the right hand and it will uh, put a little pressure perhaps on uh, on Paige Meyer. Plays the most minutes out of everybody. Had that big game yesterday, so offensively feeling like 
she's got a, a little bit of a groove and uh, leads the team in assists too with 84 of those. The other one too is uh, Aaliyah Stanley, uh, one of the uh, the transfer student that's come in here, uh, Florida Gulf Coast University, where they like to play in Eastern Michigan product there. Uh, she's another one that's uh, played some minutes here for them uh, off the bench role, 17 minutes at seven points in the first matchup with the, uh, excuse me, second matchup with the Jackrabbits. That second game, uh, Stanley was actually inserted into the lineup. Uh, seven rebounds, six points in that contest, but eats up a lot of minutes, does things that, that maybe don't show up on a stat sheet. Now, uh, Akili Felici is another name, too. She's one that's been around this Omaha roster as long as Elena Billacuda, but Felici's one that's pl played more of a bench role and has maybe not garnered all the minutes here, but uh, again, certainly some veteran leadership for this team. And one other player, too, Polina Nikolachkina from Russia. Uh, her and her sister are both on this roster, but they come from community college transfers and uh, she's an athletic uh, disruptor, if you will. Likes to get in on defense there. Maybe not offensively going to be the firepower that they're going to need, but uh, those are a couple of the names that are really going to stick out here for the guard play of, of Omaha. Also from Knoxville, Iowa, famous for their racing down there, Katie Keiches, and she also had a great presence in the victory yesterday against against Kansas City. And Keiches, one of those that... Uh, um, Again, it's been around a little bit, and uh, we've seen some of her games. The the first two matchups that the Jackrabbits faced, Kaichis, she had 13 minutes in Brookings, didn't really score anything or contribute too much there. And Kaichis played an off-the-bench role then, too, in Omaha as well. 19 minutes, six points, so uh, a little bit quieter, but uh, again, again, as they've gotten to the tournament, she's certainly ramped it up because she's got experience. Their head coach, again, Carrie Banks, third season in Omaha. They started the year November 7th in a disappointing loss to Nebraska, 136. Omaha felt they were better than the 136. Then they beat Wichita State. Again, down here for the Shockers, but a final for Omaha on that one in a win, 72-67. And now they've reeled off two straight here in Sioux Falls, North Dakota, and Kansas City. You have to feel, again, a very deliberate team. It'll be interesting to see if they feel like they have to increase the number of possessions if they get too far behind. And certainly they want to go speed as much as they can with the depth that they have, but they want to be aggressive and get to the hoop there. Then, too, you look at their national statistics. They're 12th in the country in free throw percentage, 78%. So if they get to the line, they're pretty efficient at the free throw line about knocking down shots at the strike. It's 27-5 South Dakota State, winners of 20 in a row, nation's third longest active winning streak against Omaha, again, 15 and 16, the number six seed. They are 8 and 10 in Summit League play. We'll talk to Aaron Johnston as we continue. It is the Summit League Women's Basketball Championship, and it's coming up next. You're listening to Jackrabbit Women's Basketball from Learfield. Well, welcome back to Jackrabbit Women's Basketball pregame show inside the Denny Sanford Premier Center in Sioux Falls. It is Title Tuesday in the Summit League Women's Basketball Tournament, the six-seeded Mavericks of Omaha and number one seed South Dakota State for the right to go to the NCAA Tournament. Head coach Aaron Johnston joins us, and lots of toughness in the win yesterday against Oral Roberts. Yeah, it was an important one for us. It helps us get to this next step, but it was also an important one to handle that style. You know, I really think Oral Roberts had the talent to, to make a run in this tournament, and I thought our team really defended at such a high level you know throughout the game we just made things difficult for them so you know you handle the moment you handle the talent on the other team you, you execute your plan really well that's a great confidence booster going into this big game today one of the points I had in my notes was fearless and confidence even though the first five six minutes again were a little rough yeah, I think so. You know, some of those turnovers were us maybe just forcing. I don't know that they were, you know, the loose ball ones. We had beaten the pressure and just didn't execute on the other end. But as the game wore on, 
you know, we only turned it over 18 times. Um, typically 12 is what we get, so it's about six more. That's what the pressure got. But we scored so much more out of it. I th thought our team really handled that part of it well and, and just never let them get going on big, big runs. So the defense was excellent. We rebounded really well in that game. And uh, some of those things we'll have to do again today. You know, they're not, they're not one-day things. They're things that make us successful and have been a big part of our entire year. Yeah, stats don't tell the entire story. They don't make a, a write-up in, in an online news story or in the box score, but I thought the toughness um, right away out of Peyton Burkhardt and then some of the blocks that Kelly Tyson had, some pretty deflating blocks for... Uh, for ORU to feel. Yeah, we defended at both levels. So I thought Peyton was really good. Maya, Callie, uh, Brooklyn, they had some tough matchups with post players that can beat you inside but also outside. But then on the perimeter, our perimeter players as a group did a great job against two you know, offensive guards that really create a lot of shots for themselves. So, yeah, I thought both levels were, were excellent. Haley Timmer continues to play so very well. January, February, and March has been good to her. But postseason play, going back to last year in the Summer League Tournament and also in the WNIT, she has become a very special player. Yeah, just plays so hard all the time. You know, you're always going to get great effort from Haley. And then that effort leads to some easy shots. Maybe it's a run out in transition or an offensive rebound. It just always seems to help keep her confidence going. So then when it comes to a jump shot, there's just a little bit more of a, a flow there. So that effort, you know, before she even has to try and make a play, does so much for her. And she's worked hard, puts a lot of time into her game, and just always remind myself, only a sophomore. So she's got a lot of great basketball in front of her. With Haley, uh, St. Thomas More product, Drew Gilton also a St. Thomas More product. Do you see some similarities of how they just on the basics of basketball that they were they were coached at St. Thomas More? Yeah, just real winners. You know, they understand what it takes to win. They both kind of do it in their own different way. Drew's such a, a skilled player. She just finds people. Haley's a little bit more of a, you know, an energized uh, competitor type player. They both share some of those qualities, but they're a little different, which is kind of fun, and they complement each other really well when they're on the floor. Omaha led by head coach Kerry Banks. They are striding, and of course, um, they uh, pulled an upset a couple of years ago during the COVID year at the Pentagon. You were shorthanded, but again, Omaha back here in the championship. Yeah, they play a really just calm tempo. You know, they never really get going too fast, so you really have to grind out possessions. They also do a good job putting it on the floor and getting to the basket, and then Pilakuda inside is just a tough matchup for everybody. So, you know, they're a really balanced team where they can defend and they can also score in the half court. And you have to do those things this time of year, and that's why I think they've advanced for a couple of times. So four out, one in battle in the in the paint. I'm sure the glass and also defending without fouling again is going to be a big thing today. Yeah, it always is, and this will be an important one because they'll put it on the floor. A lot of dribble drive from them. Then we're gonna have to make some jump shots. You know, they really do a good job of closing off the lane and and trying to take away our inside game with their physical. They'll be so we're gonna have to make some jump shots to try and open things up. All right, nice to play on Tuesday at the Summit League Championships. You know, we've had a lot of these. We're just really lucky. As a program to play in as many of these as we have and a lot of recruiting classes a lot of great players and and today's no different all right good luck okay thank you all right head coach aaron johnson of south dakota state university lineups tip off just ahead summer league title game in south dakota state and omaha this is jack rabbit basketball from the field back inside the premier center in sioux falls it's south dakota state in home whites they are the number one seed taking on omaha Omaha comes out in their black uniforms, and this is the title game, a chance to go dance in the NCAA tournament. With Scotty Quaz, I'm Brad Peterson. Starting lineup presented by First Premier Bank and Premier Bank Card for all your financial needs. Choose a company that's locally grown and nationally known. Premier, investing in you. Again, third year for Carrie Banks, and she has a, quite a starting lineup. She also has a pedigree, too, an assistant coach at Ohio State's recruiting coordinator four years there. 
and uh, three years at Northwestern. We'll start Aliyah Stanley. She averages 11.4 points a contest. Polina Nikolachikla, uh, she is a um, uh, averaging four points a contest. Selena Pilakuta, 13.4 points, 7.3 rebounds a game. Grace Cave is another starter, averaging in double figures at 10 a night. And Kennedy Grant, she's averaging 10.6 points a contest for the map. South Dakota State winners of 23 of their last 24, 34 and five all time in the Summit League postseason. Again, 27 and five will start Haley Timmer. Had a career best yesterday, 25 points. Timmer, a 5'11 sophomore out of Rapid City. Tori Nelson, a 6'1 junior out of Mendota Heights, Minnesota, will get her 122nd chance to play in yellow and blue, her 111th start. She's averaging 8 points, 3 rebounds a game. Haley Timmer, 12 points, 4 rebounds a contest. Paige Meyer getting her 37th start in yellow and blue, 5'6 sophomore out of Albany, Minnesota, averaging 10 points, 3 rebounds, and 3 assists. Peyton Burkhart, 163rd game as a Jackrabbit, 130th start, 11 points, five rebounds a game, just 12 points in the Summit League in two games. She had eight points against St. Thomas, four yesterday against Oral Roberts. She's a six-foot senior out of Aberdeen. And Maya Sellinger, 151st game for the Jackrabbits, 140th career start, the 6'1 redshirt senior out of Letcher, averaging 16 points and six rebounds a contest. It's South Dakota State, it's Omaha, and the tip-off is straight ahead from Sioux Falls. You're listening to Jackrabbit Basketball from Learfield. It is South Dakota State and Omaha in Sioux Falls for the Summit League Women's Basketball Championship. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Jackrabbit Basketball. South Dakota State in Omaha center stage in the Summit League Women's Basketball Tournament Final and a chance to dance as the Jacks play for their 10th tournament title and it's Omaha's second Summit League Championship game in three seasons. Again, two seasons ago, Omaha knocked off Sioux Falls in the, or I should say South Dakota State in Sioux Falls at the Pentagon in the quarterfinals and they get another shot at doing it again today. Meanwhile, the Premier Center is gonna be loud this afternoon, decorated in yellow and blue as South Dakota State looks to finish off a very special, historic Summit League season with another win and go 21-0 against Summit League competition and add another Summit League trophy to the trophy case and punch a ticket to the big dance. It is title Tuesday here in Sioux Falls, the Jackson Mavericks, a chance to dance. Today's tip-off presented by Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. Pioneer, proud to work with generations of American farmers in the most complex and rewarding industry on earth. From your friends at Pioneer, thank you farmers. With Scotty Quaz, I'm Brad Peterson. Our officials, Jamie Broderick, Doug Knight, Mark Berger. South Dakota State in the home whites. Maya Sellin in the jump circle against Grace Cave. Cave stands just 5-7. Weeping Water, Nebraska. Average over 21 points a contest. She's at 5-7 against Maya Sellin, who stands at 6-1. And we're set to get going on this one, and Cave with great ups, but it's Sellin keeping it going, and the Jackrabbits attacking the basket to our right. And Omaha comes out man-to-man. -man. Good action here by South Dakota State. Right away they go to Peyton Burkhardt over Pilakuta. 
She misses. Pilakuta grabs the first rebound of the game. It was a great set for South Dakota State, Scotty. Jacks will have a good, uh, again, presence and the upper hand in terms of interior post play, but can they convert around the rim? They'll need to do that over Pilakuta. Stanley with the basketball gives it off to Grace, guarded by Paige Myers. She goes to the right elbow, now kicks it out to Kennedy Grant. Grant stops, now gives it off to Nikolukchina. And there's Kennedy, shot blocked by Tori Nelson. Nelson collecting another blocker, 103rd in her career. Jackrabbits in transition. It's Meyer left to right across the lane. Gives it off on the right wing to Sellen. Inside to Burkhart. Burkhart misses one short. And the rebound comes down to Cave. Still no score a minute in. Cave right side of the floor on the right wing. We'll stop there. And a steal there by Paige Meyer. Meyer with sick, great speed, outruns Cave, goes to the rim, and South Dakota State draws first blood. Jack Rabbits again like they did with Oral Roberts. <laughs> They've got this off offense of Omaha uh, kind of locked down. They can kind of anticipate and got a steal and a run out there. Nick Galachkina with the basketball, and a steal there by Sellen. Two steals, and South Dakota State is going to come away with two layups. A minute and a half in, SDSU converting defense into offense. One for two for four, rather, here. Missed those two easy buckets, but defense leading to offense. That time it was just Sellen being quicker with her hands. She is guarding Polina Nikolachkina, who's got the basketball. Now Stanley now between the circles. It was Cave on that far sideline. Stanley guarded by Timmer, and in traffic, she's going to be called for a travel. Good defense there by Burkhart and Timmer. That is a travel, third turnover. Stanley tried to get sped up there that time. She just, again, if she hesitates a second, lets Pilakuta clear, then it's a clearer lane. But again, uh, Haley Timmer anticipating, mucked up the, uh, the whole play there. Two, uh, two steals, and now a travel on Omaha, they're 0 for 1 from the floor, and inside is Tori Nelson trying to put her backside into Grace Cave, and a foul away from the basketball. The first foul of the game for South Dakota State. 4 nothing our score. We played two minutes and 12 seconds. Again, Omaha getting uh, kind of a little anxious here to try to get their first good look at the rim. And defense of South Dakota State has not, <laughs> not allowed them any clean looks. Paige Meyer guarding Cave on the dribble. Now a switch to Burkhardt on defense. Goes cross court. Stanley now back to Cave. Nelson on her. She puts it on the floor. She goes to the rim and a second block shot by Tori Nelson. Nelson now with 104 career block shots as she moves up that leaderboard in career blocks at South Dakota State. 11 blocks uh, yesterday, three against St. Thomas, 14-15. That's 16 on the tournament for the Jackrabbits. And underneath it's Grant and another shot that is blocked out of bounds by Tori Nelson. So she's got three blocked shots and Omaha's got two looks at the basket. <laughs> or three <laughs> looks at the basket. That long extended reach of Tori Nelson. All three shots blocked by Tori. And on the inbounds, it's Cave. Cave puts one up, a tough defended play there by Paige Meyer, but Cave gets it to drop. First bucket of the game for Omaha, jacks up 4-2. Good to have you with, 7-10 remaining in the opening period of play. Haley Timmer, the first touch, Nelson now to Burkhart. She tries a three, it's on the mark and is in. Jacks up 7-2, Burkhart has struggled offensively. It's just her 15th point in the tournament. She had eight against St. Thomas. 
four yesterday against Oral Roberts, but she did such a great job defensively yesterday against Tirza Moore. 21st three on the season for Burkhardt out behind the arc. Kay with the basketball gets a screen there from Pilkuta and coming over, making a great play is Timmer to get the ball away, but she trips up Cave right in front of us, and Cave goes down face first into the floor. Doug Knight comes over and asks if she needs just a couple of minutes. And the first foul on Timmer, second team foul on South Dakota State. Jackrabbits, after missing their first two shots, have hit three in a row, including two layups. And a three by Burkhardt. Grant with the basketball, looking underneath the Pilakuta. She goes underneath, now to the near side. A three good for Nika Lachkina. 7-5 South Dakota State with the lead. 6.20 remaining in the first quarter of play. Nelson with the basketball. Burkhardt guarded by Pilakuta. Inside it goes to Nelson. Sure turn around, goes on the rim, and goes in. South Dakota State again has hit on their last four shots from the floor. Four different players scoring, too, so that balance that the Jackrabbits have had offensively just kind of stretching, getting everybody involved. Nelson, two points, a rebound assist, and three block shots here early on. They go into Pilakuta inside, and it is Timmer reaching around to tie up Pilakuta, and on the alternate possession, Arrow stays with, or possession stays with Omaha. Haley Timmer at 5'11's got a guard, uh, Poli uh, rather, Elena Pilakuta, 6'3". But again, just kind of almost baited her to throw that, and then the quickness jumping around and tying that ball up on the uh, interior post pass. Callie Tyson, who had six block shots in the win yesterday against Oral Roberts, is going to card Pilakuta off the inbounds as Tyson just checked in. The 6'1 junior out of Plymouth, Minnesota. Five to shoot. Going to the cup is Grant. Now to Cave in the left corner. Her threes on the rim and off. Second rebound of the game for Sellen. Sellen comes into the front court. Now fires it right side, goes to Paige Meyer. Guarded by Cave, man-to-man -man defense here by Omaha. 5.24 to go, first quarter. Timmer above the arc, top of the key, goes down the left side of the lane and is picked up there by Nikolachkina. Now it's Meyer, Meyer on the right baseline, goes all the way over to the left side of the rim, tries a shot, Nin misses. No one went for the rebound. Meyer goes flying on the right baseline, Tries to save it and goes out of bounds. That good separation when uh, Elena Pilakuta, 6-3, came over to kind of canopy that shot. And the creative uh, shot making of Paige Meyer just couldn't quite find the rim on that one. So got depth, got in there, just couldn't convert. Five minutes remaining in the first quarter of play. It's 9-5 South Dakota State. Summit League Women's Basketball Championship. South Dakota State winners of 23 of the last 24. Grant with the basketball playing with uh, Nikolachkina. Now Grant loses a headband. Bounce pass into Pilakuta. Four turnovers for Omaha. It is a layup. It goes from Meyer down to Timmer. And the layup, it's 11-5 South Dakota State. Five different Jackrabbits scoring now. South Dakota State spreading the wealth, 11-5. Cave with the basketball, guarded by Meyer. Into the left corner, a shot for three is good by Nikolachkina. That's her second three, it's 11 to eight. 4.09 to go in the first quarter of play. South Dakota State up by three. Timmer puts it on the floor, down the right rails, off the window against Cave. A great conversion by Timmer. She's got four, Cave hits the floor real hard, 
for a second time in this period. We played six minutes. Jackrabbits, six out of their last seven shots converted from the floor here at the Premier Center. Lots of blue. What a great crowd on hand for this championship title match. South Dakota State looking for its 10th tournament title. And reach around, battered away by Timmer on good denial defense, tie ball, South Dakota State, and we've got a timeout on the floor. That's the fifth turnover here in the first six plus minutes of this contest on Omaha. Breaking the action, 3.34 to go in the first. It's the title game, Summit League Women's Basketball. It's South Dakota State 13, Omaha 8. This is Jack Rabbit Basketball from Learfield. Back inside the blue of South Dakota State in the Premier Center in Sioux Falls. It is the Summit League Women's Basketball Championship. SDSU leading Omaha 13 to eight with Scotty Quaz, I'm Brad Peterson. First Premier Bank and Premier Bank Card are the proud presenting sponsors of Jackrabbit Basketball for all your financial needs. Choose a company that is locally grown and nationally known, Premier investing in you. Well, Scotty, South Dakota State's played some tough defense early on against Omaha. Omaha was six early turnovers that the Jacks have been able to convert. If there's one stat that maybe isn't in favor of the Jackrabbits, it's defending the three-point line. We've heard that from head coach Aaron Johnston, and that's again uh, uh, Polina Nikolachkina, who's gotten two of those threes here today, defending the three-point line. That's going to be an area that the Jackrabbits really want to pack it in or rather be alert of, be aware of uh, some substitutions here. We, we saw Grace Cave go down a couple of times. She's been slow to get up. She's spent a lot of time, played a lot of minutes in a short window here for Romaha. So the stamina, the the, the length and uh, that they can play. Morgan Gardner, number 24, going to come in and play a little more of a power forward post type position. And uh, Elena Pilacuda going to come out. So a little different lineup the Jack's going to have to face here. Real four short guards in a, in a post. Racine, Wisconsin native, and Morgan Gardner averaging about four and a half points and 2.2 rebounds a contest. Nikolachkina is the leading scorer for Omaha. She's got six points. They're three of seven from the floor out, rebounding South Dakota State five to two, but the Jacks have hit six out of their last seven field goal tries after missing their uh, first two, then went on a, a run of four straight. Jackrabbits have hit six out of their last seven. 13 to eight, South Dakota State with the lead here in Sioux Falls at the Premier Center. Of course, the winner of this will Wait to hear their fate in the NCAA tournament. South Dakota State coming in, winners of 23 of the last 24. And in this tournament, Scotty, they've done well. It's not that the tournament's been kind to them. They have been very good to the tournament as, as they have won 34 of their first 39 games in this league tournament. I, I think it's safe to call a decade a dynasty here. They've certainly been a part of that. And we heard head coach Aaron Johnson in post game yesterday mention it too. They've been good for the tournament as the tournament's been good for them. South Dakota State with the basketball, up 13 to eight. Now Timmer with it, right corner goes to Callie Tyson. Brooklyn Meyer, the six foot freshman out of Larchwood in the game, goes left side. Drew Gilton out of St. Thomas Moore, went to Utah. Underneath, fires a pass to the lefty and Brooklyn Meyer collides with Cave and a foul gonna be called on Grace Cave. I think she certainly uh, argued for some ball, got ball, but there was a squeeze between her and Gardner and either one of them I thought uh, displacing Brooklyn Meyer with that post move inside. First foul on K, first team foul on Omaha, and it puts Brooklyn Meyer at the free throw line for South Dakota State. A 54% free throw shooter, hit a couple yesterday. She scored 12 points in her first game as a Jackrabbit. Jack's up 3-12 remaining in the first quarter, and Brooklyn Meyer, six Jackrabbits have now scored as Meyer hits the first free throw. It's 14-8. 
3-12 again remaining in the opening period of play. Second one from Meyer. Good. When we talk about it, we feel like we joke about it, but you get a stroke like you do in the putting green and you start hitting a couple and they seem a lot easier. If your teammates start making them too, why not? I might as well do it too. Kaichis with the basketball. Katie Kaichis out of Knoxville, Iowa, checking into the game. She's a 5'8 junior. Grant with the basketball, guarded by Gilton, who taps it away and out of bounds. And it'll be Omaha's basketball with 11 to shoot, 2.53 remaining here in this first quarter. 15 to 8, South Dakota State with the lead, their largest lead of the game. Largest run for the Jackrabbits has been four. Omaha's never led. Jackrabbits started the game 4-0 lead. Kaichis off the inbounds, guarded by Callie Tyson on the left wing, looking inside, trying to get it to Gardner, can't do it. With five to shoot, with the basketball is Kennedy Grant. Her shot off the window, no good. Grant offensive rebound, put back a little strong, and Jackrabbits cannot control it. Now Stanley gets it, baseline jumper from 14. Left side won't go. Third rebound of the game for Maya Sellen. Two and a half minutes to go, first quarter. Sellen goes coast to coast, stopped at the left block. Hook shot won't go, and the rebound kept alive by Aaliyah Stanley. Stanley out of Boynton Beach, Florida. Went to Oxbridge Academy, played at Florida Gulf Coast. A familiar non-conference foe for South Dakota State. And she goes all the way down to the baseline, defended by Timmer. Stanley going to be called for a travel. Six turnovers now on Omaha. You can see in that last set there then, too, Omaha certainly got some uh, aggressive play. You've got Stanley and you've got Kaichis. You've got some young guards getting in there, getting the rebound, going for fighting that rebound there, boxing out Brooklyn Meyer and Peyton Burkhart and Maya Sellen. So Omaha's got some hustle. So Brooklyn Meyer and Maya Sellen come out of the game. South Dakota State making some substitutions. We've got a whistle and a foul away from the basketball. I think it'll be on Morgan Gardner. Yeah, Callie Tyson trying to post up down low, and Gardner kind of gave her the what for down there and knocked her over. And the what for? Yeah, the what, the what for. <laughs> That's her first second team foul off the inbounds. Wide open left corner. A three good. A no look off an inbounds play. Who does that? Haley, Drew Gilton does that. Haley so, Timmer with the three. 7-0 run for South Dakota State. They've hit six out of the last eight. Jackrabbits up by 10, their largest lead. Yeah, no look by Gilton off the inbounds on the right baseline to the left corner to Timmer. Omaha working on a three-minute scoring drought. Keitch's high arcing three from the left wing, won't go. Rebound comes down to Haley Timmer. She's got seven, plus she's corralled her first rebound. Baseline jumper right side won't go for Burkhardt. She fights for the offensive rebound. Aaliyah Stanley takes it away for Omaha. She doesn't have numbers, but goes all the way in. Shock block, uh, almost out of bounds by Callie Tyson. Saved by Stanley, thrown off the knee of Haley Timmer. Another block shot for South Dakota State, and what a start to the opening period of play. They got four block shots, Nelson with three, and now Callie Tyson, one who sits out. They've got 18 in the tournament. A minute 18 remaining in the opening period. Kaichis. Gets the inbound, left elbow, guarded by Burkhardt. Man-to-man -man by South Dakota State. It's Stanley guarded by Timmer. Kick out to Kaichis, no, I beg your pardon. A runner won't go for Nika Kalachna and a uh, whistle in the backcourt after South Dakota State got the rebound off the miss, and it's a blocking foul on Stanley. That'll be her first 13 foul as Nelson was tripped by Stanley in the backcourt on the dribble. A lot of what we saw yesterday from Oral Roberts come up and attack you in the backcourt, just make you make a move, and that time Stanley just didn't get broke down in time. Came racing up as the Jacks were taking off and uh, just having good control and uh, got called for the foul. Sam Mitchell out of Downers Grove, Illinois, into the game. 
She is guarding Paige Meyer from the left corner down the baseline. Now Brooklyn Meyer also into the game. Left angle cut off there by Pulakuta. And now Nelson with it down the right rails. Her pull-up jumper from nine won't go. And the rebound comes down to Morgan Gardner. 43 seconds remaining. First quarter play. Jacks up by 10. Omaha has struggled hitting one out of the last eight. Missed firing on their last six. And a scoring drought of nearly four minutes. Nikolachna with the basketball over to Gardner. Her shot won't go inside the left elbow. Rebound comes down to South Dakota State. Meyer front court picked up by Mitchell. Down to 15 left in the first quarter of play. Meyer high dribble out near the midcourt logo. Screened by Brooklyn Meyer. Timmer winds up for a three from the right wing. It's 21 to eight, 10 for Timmer after she performed 25 yesterday and a new career high. 45 for the tournament so far for Haley Timmer. South Dakota State nearly 60% shooting from the floor in that first quarter of play in the Summit League Women's Basketball Championship game. It's South Dakota State leading Omaha after one period, 21 to eight. You're listening to Jackrabbit Basketball from Learfield. Last year, South Dakota State women's basketball team claimed the WNIT championship. South Dakota State has won at least 20 games in a season 20 times, including each of the last 12 seasons. South Dakota State at 27 and five, winners of 20 straights. And right now in the Summit League women's basketball title game, leading Omaha 21 to eight. The Jackrabbit app is your home for all things SDSU athletics, access your Ticket accounts earn rewards from local businesses, plus in-game updates and live audio and video. Visit gojacks.com slash app and download the Jackrabbit app on your mobile device right now. Point paints right now, Scotty. South Dakota State with the advantage 10-2. Omaha has misfired on five layup attempts. Well, that's where that uh, has come, is, has been in the layup department there, where you're running them out. Getting those points off a of turnover, six to one. Jack's only one turnover. Uh, Omaha's got six of those. It's 11 to two in terms of those points. So that's where a bunch of that's coming from. Runouts the other way. Oh, a five on layups, but let's also take a look. There's been four blocked shots by South Dakota State on those layup attempts. Jackrabbits ended the first quarter on a 10 nothing run. South Dakota State with 11 points. Again, off of a six of those Omaha turnovers. And Haley Timmer leads South Dakota State and all scorers with 10 points. She's got 10, Omaha has eight points. Omaha gets the basketball to start quarter number two, but they haven't scored since it was 418 left to go. So they're working on a long scoring drought here where they're trying to find a basket on the inside, try to get something close. Although they've made some threes, Nick, uh, Polina Nikolachkin is the one that's knocked down a couple of those threes. The really only exciting part of their offense to this point, Jacks have really, really disrupted things. Nikolachkin has three from the left corner, made it 11-8. South Dakota State's lead was shrunk to three at that point. But since then, a 10-0 run by South Dakota State. Haley Timmer will start the second period on the bench into the contest. Maddie Mathewitz out of Sleepy Eye, Minnesota. 5'10 freshman out on the floor. Omaha with the basketball. Gardner with it. Nikolachkina gives it off to Pilakuta, guarded by Brooklyn Meyer. Goes down the left rails. Now, cross-court pass stolen away by Meyer. Great anticipation, and she's gonna go three on two underneath the cell, and she converts, she's fouled. What a pass by Paige Meyer. 
star the assist, South Dakota State, and anticipating that reversal, they doubled Pilakuta down here on the opposite side when they tried to skip it back across. Paige Myers sagged back, knew where it was coming, and one hand uh, safety deep in the middle third of the field, kind of snags it, and then to run the transition, just force Omaha to backpedal and thread the needle on that layup attempt there. Maya with a great finish around the rim. Nick Kolachkina's first foul, first team foul in Omaha. We're just 28 seconds into the period, selling at the stripe for the end one. Off the mark, rebound comes down to Kennedy Grant. Omaha scoreless in its last 10 possessions. It's a 12-0 run here by South Dakota State. Nick Kolachkina hit a right corner, or bigger part, a left corner three at the 418 mark, first quarter. Jackrabbits up 23-8, and this is where Coach Banks doesn't want the game to get out of hand. Pilakuta dribbles right to left across the lane. Now gives it off to Gardner. Her baseline jumper left side won't go. Rebound taken out of there by Maddie Mathewitz, and she is tied up, but a foul, a reach-in foul going to be called on Sam Mitchell. That's her first, second team foul, second quarter. We've talked about Mathewitz in her play yesterday early on, and now she's gotten in the first half here. She's getting a few more minutes. And this is development for years ahead, knowing that Drew Gilton's not going to be in the lineup here. Mathewitz has certainly been uh, learning an awful lot. She can score. She's got over 3,000 in her high school career, learning to do it at the college level now. A minute 15 gone. A corner three won't go by Mathewitz. Follows her miss. Gets the offensive rebound. Jack Rabbits with a new 20 on there. The first offensive rebound for South Dakota State in this first half. Mathewitz down to the baseline. Omaha matching up with a zone. Now sort of a man-to-man, -man, a hybrid, if you will. Crossover in the lane, a travel call on Meyer. Second turnover on South Dakota State. Interesting note, Elena Pilakuta for Omaha, post player, averages 13 a night, hasn't yet to get a shot off. One rebound to her uh, stat line, and that's about it. 15 points, South Dakota State lead, 13-0 run. They bounce it into uh, to Webb, and a reach around there by... Burkhart forces the eighth turnover of the game for Omaha. Burk, uh, Burkhart with the ball in the right wing front court. Mathewitz on the left wing, puts it on the floor, gives it off to Burkhart, gives it off to Pagemeyer, wants a three, and she gets a three. 26 to eight timeout, Carrie Banks and Omaha. Well, the Jackrabbits with 10 field goals to their credit. Omaha with eight points. A 15-0 run for South Dakota State looking to put an early claim on a 10th Summit League title. Got a timeout on the floor. We're barely two minutes into the second quarter. South Dakota State 26, Omaha 8. This is Jack Rabbit basketball from Learfield. Brad Peterson along with Scotty Quaz, our audio technician and statistician is Tyler Merriam from the Denny Sanford Premier Center. It is a title Tuesday in the Summit League Women's Basketball Championship. And right now, South Dakota State, 8.02 remaining in the first half, leading 26-8. South Dakota Farm Bureau, some of us grew up playing with tractors. The lucky ones still do. Farmers and ranchers are providing safe, affordable food for your table. South Dakota Farm Bureau. Well, an impressive start in the first almost 12 minutes of this title game, Scotty. The extra passes. You know, the defense here were in intercepting passes, much like the Oral Roberts game yesterday, anticipating where it's going, getting in, disrupting it, shutting off the lane. Again, Elena Pilakuta with no field goal attempts, Sam Mitchell with no field goal attempts, and uh, the only real bright spot has been Polina Nikolajka to shoot those two threes. She's two of three, but the rest of the team one for 12. 
got to credit the Jackrabbit defense and then running it out offensively to get the points going the other way. Also, South Dakota State with four block shots. Omaha with three made field goals. Paige Meyer with five points, three assists, a rebound and a steal. Again, South Dakota State has made it difficult. Tears of Moore had a real rough time yesterday. Uh, Jackrabbits are really good, have improved defensively out on the perimeter, but I'm gonna say their point, uh, their paint defense is really stepped up. Omaha going to a four guard set. They had Gardner and uh, Pilakuta trying to go a two post, three guard thing. Now they're gonna go four guards here. They've got some speed out here with Stanley, Cave, Mitchell, and then uh, also in the other corner there is Grant. Mathewitz, Nelson, Meyer, Burkhart, and Sellin out there for South Dakota State in home white. A lot of blue here in the Premier Center. They feed it into Pilakuta, guarded by uh, Maya Sellin. First points of the game for Pilakuta. Her first look at a field goal attempt, and she gets the conversion there. Omaha Se did that in Omaha, pounded inside, just force it into Pilakuta, make her move. Now they made her make the field goal with the defense by Sellin. 6.30 scoring drought for Omaha. Nelson, right wing three, it's gonna be right on the mark. South Dakota State with its fifth three-pointer here early in the, in the game. It's 29 to 10, South Dakota State. Jacks five of seven beyond the arc. They're shooting 61% for the game, 11 of 18. Nelson with five, Meyer with five. Baseline jumper off the mark, no good for Omaha. Weak side rebound, Nelson and Meyer there. Paige Meyer on her high horse, gets to the front court and then reverses her dribble, gives it back to Nelson, back to Meyer between the circles. They go high left to Sellin. Pilakuta on her, man-to-man -man defense here by Omaha, and to the rim, and unable to convert is Maya Sellin, but Pilakuta picks up the foul, and that'll be her first. And not that it's a Jackrabbit's pace, but they can certainly be more deliberate. They're not going to see the pressure that they saw from Wall Roberts or, or even St. Thomas on day one. They're, they're going to have their luxury of playing some half-court offense here and, again, being real specific, deliberate about what they want to do. Selling one of two, or, uh, hits the first of two as uh, Brooklyn Meyer, Paige Meyer, and Peyton Burkhart check out. And the... First is good, second one is off the rim and out of bounds off to Selman. So actually it's Mathewitz, Meyer, and Burkhart that checked out. Selling, after being fouled by Pilakuta, goes one of two that trip. South Dakota State up by 20. It is 30 to 10. Largest lead of the game for South Dakota State. Grace Cave guarded by Drew Gilton, new into the ball game. With the basketball is Kennedy Grant. Now to Stanley, left wing, stops. And a shot blocked by Nelson. That is her fourth block shot of this game. Here comes South Dakota State. That's a career high, by the way, in block shots for Tory Nelson. A steal by Omaha and a turnover, South Dakota State. The Jackrabbits' first turnover this quarter, second of the game. Cave with the basketball guarded by Tyson. Uh, ball punched away by Nelson. He's trying to feed Pilakuta inside. Cave comes up with it, guarded by Tyson. She goes on the dribble. Travel, no call. Partially blocked there. Tyson comes up with a loose ball. Outlet goes to Sellen. Sellen waits for the rest of her team to catch up. Finds Nelson, top of the arc. Cave on her. 5.50 remaining in the first half. Timmer down on the baseline to Tyson. Inside to Sellen. Out to Nelson in the left corner. Stop there. Now step through off the window. South Dakota State, largest lead at 22. It is 30, 32 to 10. South Dakota State on an eight nothing run in the last 143. Another scoring drought here of Omaha of 206. 
So they've gone on a pair of scoring droughts that have measured almost seven minutes. Jacks by 22, Omaha with the basketball. Black uniforms, Omaha across the top of the uniform, a reach and foul on Tyson as Leah Stanley was going down the right side of the lane. So Tyson was looking to rake that ball out of her hands and instead Tyson gets the foul. And on South Dakota State, that is their first foul of the period. First free throws of the game for Omaha. And at the stripe, first one is good. Stanley a 79% free throw shooter. And that snaps a scoring drought at 220 for Omaha this time around. 32 to 11, South Dakota State. And the next one is good. Omaha with four points in the last nine minutes of play. And Brooklyn Meyer coming into the game for Maya Selling. So Haley Timmer leading South Dakota State in scoring as Omaha comes out now in full court press. They'll look to trap perhaps after the Jacks get it across the timeline. Meyer, Brooklyn Meyer from Drew Gilton. They swing around to Haley Timmer on the left wing. Goes into Callie Tyson aggressively to the hole. Can't convert. She's tripped and she's fouled and will go to the line to shoot a pair. And I believe the foul is going to go on Kennedy Grant. Grant picks up her first third team foul. Fourth team foul, I beg your pardon, on Omaha. Callie Tyson at the charity stripe for South Dakota State. Jack Kravitz. They've got an Achilles heel. It's been consistency at the free throw line this year. First of two by Callie's no good. It rims left to right out of the iron. 5.07 remaining in the first half. Saw that Oral Roberts game yesterday, 32 attempts. St. Thomas, there was 25 attempts, so Jacks get their opportunities. Got to knock them down. Tyson misses badly on the second. Omaha in transition. Cave baseline jumper no good. Gilton with the rebound. Jack Rabbits up 32 to 11. Under five to go here in the second quarter. Timber with the basketball. She's got 10. Brooklyn Meyer, right baseline, left wing. It goes to Nelson. Good perimeter passing by South Dakota State. They always pass so crisply. Tyson at the free throw line. Down low goes to, to Meyer. Fourth turnover of the game for South Dakota State and a charge. Good defense by Drew Gilton. They do such a good job between she and Peyton Burkhart and Maya Sellen. They do such a great job drawing those offensive fouls, those charges. Sam Mitchell coming over, making the contact there. The senior from uh, UAB, Alabama, Birmingham, came in to uh, play that last final year here with Omaha. Jack's 123 block shots on the season, 20 of them on the tournament here. Nine turnovers on Omaha and they have collected four field goals. South Dakota State with the basketball, 4.20 to go in the first half. Nelson on the right wing. Omaha falling back into his zone. Nelson on the right wing. Pass inside looking for Brooklyn Meyer, and the ball is tipped out of bounds. Five turnovers on the Jackrabbits. Freshman Brooklyn Smith, the 6'2", Waterloo, Iowa native there. She's getting some valuable minutes here coming into the contest there. She's only played in 11 games. She's only played a total of 54 minutes on the season but they've got to find some kind of a spark on the inside to deny in the paint, and she's been called upon. 32 to 11, South Dakota State on the Dakota Bank scoreboard. Dakota Bank here for you. Omaha started three of seven. They're one of their last 13, Scotty. So Smith sets the screen out top. Grant doesn't use it, and we've got a whistle and a foul on South Dakota State, and it could be on 
Peyton. Peyton, Peyton coming up a little too much over the outside shoulder of Smith, who got a real good base there and made that bounce pass up the lane a little difficult there, but again, too much contact, the late whistle. Burkhardt gets her first, third team foul on South Dakota State. Under four to go here in the first half with the basketball is Kennedy Grant. Grant stops the dribble, pass to Keitchus on the back cut, picked up by Peyton Burkhardt. Keitchus up and over the rim, and the outstretched arms of Peyton Burkhardt. That's just a good pass on the inside, and Keitchus had to work for it, though, once she found her spot on the block. And she got the conversion, 32-13, South Dakota State. Should be 14. I thought I was going a little nuts here, but a jump shot good by Haley Timmer. That is her third three. She's got 13 points. Fifth three of the game for the Jackrabbits here today. Six, excuse me. Timmer, five of five, shooting from the floor. She had 25 points yesterday, and Grant goes down the lane, drawing the offensive foul. The charge was Peyton Burkhardt. Tenth turnover of the first half on Omaha. Burkhardt and Tyson both there just kind of patrolling on the low block there and just created some traffic there. Now fouls, nine have been charged against Omaha. You have Mitchell and Grant each with two, so guards play trying to attack. Jack switches four personal fouls, nobody more than one. Jack Rabbits points off turnover advantage 16 to four. Three minutes to go in the first half. Omaha going man to man. It is Drew Gilton on the left wing. No look right corner goes to Timmer. Right baseline, Burkhardt got smashed in the face. They play on. Now Selling underneath with the ball fake and the conversion and a foul. Boy, she sent Smith airborne on the late turnaround. Smith had to do a 180 when that ball skipped and then the dump right back down to Selling. Kind of put Smith in the mixer down there in the low block and she created the contact after the basket. So as Selling was uh, trying to clear out, the foul was called, so a two plus one. They're kind of backwards, if you will. Burkhardt checking the dental work too. Selling for a second and one here. Didn't convert the first time, does the second time. 35-14, beg your pardon, 38-14 the, the score. South Dakota State with the lead. 2.44 remaining the opening half of play. Jack Rabbit shooting 67% from the floor, 14 of 21. Kite just goes right baseline, left corner goes. A three by Townsend is gonna be well short. And Paige Meyer comes up with the air ball. 2.25 to go first half. Jackrabbit's up by 24. Gilton, left wing, three from Sellen. It's going to be short. Offensive rebound, Peyton Burkhart, who is hit in the right leg, tripped up, and a foul will be called on Townsend. Burkhart trying to make the catch and also move with the basketball there. And Townsend, another one of those players, but 25 games. She actually started three earlier on in the year when there was an injury there. And so she's had some limited minutes and playing time here, but one of those that, again, they're trying to find a spark anywhere they can. First on Townsend, eighth team foul in this period on Omaha and Burkhart at the charity stripe. She gets two, first one is good. It is 39-14, South Dakota State, their largest lead of the game. Largest run in the game has been a 15-0 run by South Dakota State. Again, a 19-4 advantage in points off turnover. Both free throws good by the senior out of Aberdeen, Peyton Burkhardt. 8-0 run, South Dakota State. Jack Rabbits makes some substitutions. Out of the game, it's Timmer and Gilton, Mathewitz and Nelson back in for South Dakota State. So Mathewitz and Nelson join Burkhart, Sellen, and Paige Meyer. Jack Rabbits with the lead, up 40 to 14. Near side, Sam Mitchell guarded by Maya Sellen. Sellen 
two-time player of the year in the Summit League. Cave in the lane, picks up her dribble. Kaichis off to Stanley. Mathewitz on her. Left wing down the right side. Puts one up, gets the front iron, no good. Sellen gets the rebound for South Dakota State. Sellen with her third rebound of the game. Nelson on the right wing, back to Sellen. Sellen guarded by Stanley. Sellen puts it on the floor. Fakes a shot, now turn around in the lane over Stanley, who's only 5'8", made it an easy flip shot with the hook shot there by Maya Sellen. Peyton Burkhart kind of uh, lay a, a little bit of a wall there for Maya. She couldn't get around it, and again, just stopped. Pulled a 180, pull-up bucket, good for two. Cave went down the right side of the lane, was grabbed in a foul on South Dakota State. Jackrabbits on a 10-0 run. Paige Meyer, just her first, so five fouls in the game, five different players, each have one. So a non-shooting foul, Cave on the drive, and now will inbound it after the whistle. So Stanley on the inbounds, three-pointer from the right wing, no good. Paige Meyer quickly with the rebound front court, knocked off her line there by Stanley. A minute 17 to go, first half. South Dakota State up 42 to 14. And Paige Meyer is hit in the face and a late whistle and a foul on Aaliyah Stanley. Caught her right up in their uh, right eye there. And Coach Banks is a good 10 feet inbounds and Doug Knight comes over to welcome her back to the bench area. Banks is working on as... as a foul count at 12-5, so she's taking a little exception to that. Head coach Aaron Johnston uh, coming over, maybe... Uh, Asking if there was some officials going to gather together about resetting of the shot clock and whether or not that was a shot up around the face. And yeah. so, so making sure that Paige, she's okay. Paige, a little time here. Jackrabbits, again, with six threes in the game. Omaha with five field goals. Meyer at the stripe. She makes the first 43-14. Jackrabbits, 7 of 11 at the stripe. 8 of 12, Meyer makes both, 12-0 run here by South Dakota State. Final 69 seconds to the first half, Jack Reb is up by 30, Cave with the basketball. Now off to Stanley, Stanley guarded by Meyer. Stanley all the way in, won't go, and a foul on Peyton Burkhart, a shooting foul, and Stanley will go to the line. Second on Peyton, the fourth team foul on the Jets. Another scoring drought here by Omaha that's lasted almost three minutes. They're only one out of their last eight from the floor. Jack six out of the last seven. A 12-2 run here in the last two and a half minutes. Kelly Tyson back in. Peyton Burkhart gets a hand as she hits the bench. Should say a 12-nothing run here by South Dakota State. So Tyson joins Mathewitz, Nelson, Sellen, and Meyer. Woes for Omaha, too, still one for eight. No field goals at 246, but now scoring for the free throw line is Stanley. Stanley's first is good, second one is a swish. Jackrabbits up 44-16, a minute remaining first half, and Omaha will come out in a press. They will trap at midcourt. Sellen wants to get it into the front court, gets it into Tyson. Good job by Maya not to panic and spun out of a trap. Paige Meyer with a hard fake to the left on the left side of the floor. Cave on her, 40 seconds remaining in the first half. 11 on the shot clock, a pass down low. They go to Tyson and they're gonna call Callie on a foul. Well, I guess they uh, called a little shove off there. They faked it to her once and then allowed her to reset and then kind of got uh, a push off on uh, Pilakuta there. And 
Tyson with her second, Burkhart with her second, Jack Rabbits with seven team fouls, 12 on Omaha. And K front court. Eight second difference in the shot clock and game clock. Final 28 seconds remain here in the first half. Jack Rabbits with a 44-16 lead. Director of Basketball Operations, Shelby Sullen, will come over and have a chat here before we go to the locker room. Titus with the dribble, ball stripped away by Paige Meyer. Down to five to shoot, Cave with the basketball. Sullen gets her hands in the cookie jar, and it goes off Cave, and it goes out of bounds. 11 turnovers if this stands, and it will. Officials gather just to confirm. What did we see? What do we think we saw? <laughs> Jackrabbits have hit six out of their last seven shots. Omaha, one out of their last eight. No field goals in the last 336 for Omaha. 10 seconds to go in the first half. Paige Meyer will try to get in the front court by herself. She's doubled there. Ball goes out of bounds. Last touch by Paige Meyer. I think that maybe went off the kneecap of Paige there. I don't think she anticipated that. She turned and run thinking 10 seconds, they're going to allow us to maybe just milk it down. But uh, that late trap came at midcourt and uh, forced her to turn it over, but number seven on the day. So Cave off the inbound, down to four, down to three. Uh, Stanley with a shot at the horn, won't go. An air ball, and South Dakota State has a commanding first half lead. Another quarter where South Dakota State has held an opponent to single-digit scoring. Eight in the first, eight in the second, and South Dakota State closes out the first half on a six, actually hitting six out of the last seven shots, and holding Omaha another four minutes without scoring. Director of Basketball Operations, Shelby Sellen joins us, and, and I will say this, Shelby, again, it's been the defense that has really led the way for South Dakota State over this uh, Summit League stretch, and no difference today. Man, the defense has been strong. Yep, uh, we're really locked in again today, and when our defense is playing well, that just helps our offense. Um, it, yep, we're doing everything we need to do right now. And, and I think led by Torrey with three blocked shots, I mean, right out of the gates, and their first four field goal attempts were blocked shots by South mm -hmm. Dakota State's defense. Yeah, Torrey's been such a rock for our defense the entire year, but those blocks are really fun, and they give us a lot of energy, and so um, it, it's fun to see her and, and you know, like uh, Callie, they're, they're just killing it down there. Also, uh, another thing that's very noticeable, team has come out with a lot of energy. This means a lot to try to get another title. Yep, they want it bad. Well, we appreciate your time. Thanks a lot, Shelby. Thank you. All right, Shelby Sellen, Director of Basketball Operation here at the break. As we go to the locker room, South Dakota State looking for its 10th tournament title, and they have commanding lead here after 20 minutes of play in the Premier Center in Sioux Falls. At the break, South Dakota State 44, Omaha 16. This is Jack Rabbit Basketball from Learfield. South Dakota State women's basketball team has won nine championship trophies, looking to qualify for their 11th NCAA tournament appearance. And right now, South Dakota State is in the driver's seat, leading Omaha in the Summit League women's basketball title game. The score, the Jacks 44 and Omaha 16. The Northland Ford dealers first half summary. You can talk about the fact, Scotty, that South Dakota State has 44 points and only 20, uh, 23 field goal tries. So it's not like they're putting up volumes of shots. 
They've uh, shot 65% here in this first half, 15 of 23, including six of nine from beyond the arc. Well, that's just being efficient, right? Yeah, finding the right shot, the easy shot. And when it's layups, you know, when you're getting those steals and you're going the other ways, some really high percentage shots that are equaling uh, to, to a really good percentage. And that's something that Jackson, we heard from head coach Aaron Johnston at many times in the middle part of the year. Let's uh, be intentional. Let's be more focused. Let's pass up those two or three shots that we could take for the one that's maybe the next best shot. So that forces the defense to play a little bit longer. So that's all part of that offensive mindset, certainly defensively, but uh, offensively when you get that 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 flow kind of going, it kind of feeds and they're sharing it and blessing, you know, sharing it around to what seven different other players that have scored in the game. It was Polina Nikolachkina who gave a, a Omaha some life with a baseline uh, left corner three about six minutes into the, the game and got the Mavericks within three, 11 to eight. But since then, a 33 to eight run by South Dakota State since that point. Well, they opened the game not scoring the first almost three minutes. And then there was a scoring drought where there's a, a scoring run where in three minutes they scored three of four baskets. But then like you mentioned, since that point, they, they were three for seven. Now they're five for 25. Just do some easy math there, two for 18. Been real struggle to find the rim. To that point, Omaha's had one scoring drought of six minutes and 34 seconds, where South Dakota State went a 15 nothing run. Another drought by Omaha of 2:46, and the Jacks then uh, really put the uh, the wood to Omaha there on a 12 nothing run. So two droughts, uh, scoring droughts by Omaha of over nine minutes, and South Dakota State outscoring Omaha in those two droughts, uh, 27 to nothing. Just our little stat monitor that we use when you flip to a shooting. A, you know, a kind of a, a continuous shooting chart there. Anytime there's a gap from Omaha, it's filled in on the opposite uh, column there by a jackrabbit run. So South Coast State certainly taken advantage of the opportunity that they've got. Haley Timmers had a great tournament and she leads South Dakota State in scoring. That's the other part of the first half summary. She has 13 today, 48 in the tournament. She's shooting so well, five of five today, three of three beyond the arc. She is 17 of 27 in the tournament, nine of 13 on threes. She's been on fire. And then you've got someone like Maya Sellen who had 24 coming into the day. And She's uh, kind of taking second fiddle to Haley Timmer, who's had the hot hand. Well, Sellen and Burkhardt yesterday combined for 13 points. Sellen, though, in double figures in the first half, she does have 10. Go further with the field-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself. Visit buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. Again, South Dakota State looking for its 10th Summit League Tournament Championship, and they're looking for their 11th NCAA Tournament appearance. And they've got a 44-16 halftime lead over the Omaha Mavericks. Back after this with more halftime, you're listening to South Dakota State Women's Basketball from Learfield. I'm Brad Peters along with Scotty Quaz, and here at the break in the Summit League Women's Basketball title game in South Dakota State with a 44-16 lead. Of course, last year, the Jackrabbits back in April won the WNIT championship, and they've had quite the, the stretch here, Scotty. They've won at least 20 games in a season, 20 times, including each of the last 12 seasons, here looking for their, their 10th tournament title. And yeah, it's been quite a run since entering the Summit League and being in this tournament 15 years ago for the first time. Well, you think back to the uh, the transition too when that all started to happen. South Dakota State women's basketball was the uh, the one sport that provided that little bit of momentum for the rest of the sports too. What what could it be? And I remember making that first WNIT back in 
uh, what, 06, 07 there too. They were the, the quarterfinalist and that was a big thing. And then when you get to that NCAA tournament to, to reach even a sweet 16 and you hate to project just what could happen and what this team is capable of, but uh, they know what the prize is. It's not a it's not a, an, an unknown product right now. And the boy, this in general, I heard uh, uh, Justin Sell, like uh, director of athletics, talking earlier today. Just the phenomenal run that the wrestlers have, wrestlers have had in the conference. Now they're qualifiers that'll be announced here today for the at-largest to make the NCAA tournament. The football run, the basketball, and on the men's side, they've won some games and got to that semifinal with a thriller last night. There's just a lot of positive momentum, things that are kind of feeding off. And, and women's basketball over the last oh, decade and a half has certainly been a leader. If there's any positive as we take a look at the game stats brought to you by GoJacks.com, the official website of SDSU Athletics, the positive for Omaha is that they've got five assists on their five made field goals. But outside of that, it's been a struggle for Omaha. They've got five field goals in this game in South Dakota State, uh, again, with, uh, with 10 assists on their 15 made field goals. Omaha, again, went through two scoring droughts of over nine minutes, and inside those two long scoring droughts, South Dakota State put the hurt on the Mavericks, outscoring them 27-0. Haley Timmer with 13 points, five of five from the floor, a perfect three of three from the three-point line. In the tournament now, Haley is 48 points, a 12 of 20, or big pardon, 17 of 27 shooting from the floor, nine of 13 from threes. SDSU. 19 points off 11 Omaha turnovers. Points in the paint. South Dakota State with the advantage there. 18 to 6. SDSU with six three-pointers. Omaha's five total field goals. Six block shots for South Dakota State. 20 in the tournament. Callie Tyson with 10. And um, Tori Nelson with six. And Nelson with those four block shots in this game alone. And there's what been 20. And then you've got Peyton, Maya, Drew Gilton, and Brooklyn Meyer each have one of uh, one apiece. So it's been a little bit of a block party here too and one other quick uh, note i was just looking at you know the 20 misses that omaha has had 15 defensive rebounds for south Dakota state so omaha has only gotten five other attempts when they've missed a basket south Dakota state's taking it off the rim running it the other way and south dakota state has led from the beginning started with the lead at four nothing hasn't looked back as we mentioned if you just joined us two scoring drops by omaha that's lasted uh, almost nine minutes over nine minutes i beg your pardon and the Jacks have gone on a total of a 27-0 run in those two long scoring droughts. Back inside the Denny Sanford Premier Center with Scotty Quaz, I'm Brad Peterson. South Dakota State playing in its 12th Summit League title game this afternoon in search of an 11th trip to the NCAA tournament as we get set to make the turn and head to the third quarter of play. South Dakota State up 44 to 16. There is one other game here in Sioux Falls tonight in the Summit League Basketball Championships. It's the men's bracket. North Dakota State, who defeated South Dakota State last night, will take on Oral Roberts, the number one seed. And a trip to March Madness on the line. So if you're Kerry Banks, you've got quite the hill to, to go up. But again, you can't get anywhere without taking the the little steps to get there. Well, do you do you roll it out with again? They're going to go the four guards here with uh, Pilakuta being the one post on the inside, and, and you kind of have to stick with what's gotten you here, the experience that you've gotten on the floor here. You really got to just try to be aggressive, and can you sell out and go full 40, uh, you know, 20 more minutes of full court press? They got to be selective with that, and 
if there's one thing that Omaha did do early on was they had the rebounding advantage. Now, there wasn't a lot of misses on the jackrabbit end of the floor. Uh, and uh, they were taking some defensive rebounds. But, you know, can they rebound? Can they just be a little bit physical? Uh, kind of push back against uh, the Jackrabbits. Haley Timmer at 13 points, leads all scorers. She's out there on the floor with teammates Peyton Burkhart and Maya Sellen, the two seniors, Tori Nelson and Paige Myers. Got the ball off the set here, gets the top of the key, hand off to Meyer. Meyer goes down the left rails, and the ball stripped away. Turnover South Dakota State. It's Kennedy Grant with the basketball. Grant gives it off to Stanley. Cross court, it goes to uh, Nikolikvachina, and... A bounce pass inside to Pilakuta. Pilakuta turned around with the left hand, and there you go. She had a real good tournament in the first two games, and there she's got her fourth point. 14 points in their first game, 16 in their game yesterday there, so 30-plus here, and working on 34 points now in the day. 44-18, South Dakota State with the lead, second possession of the second half, and Selen goes right to left, and a foul going to be called on Omaha. Nikolachkina with the foul. That's the first foul of Omaha here in the second half. And that's her second personal. And at the line is Maya Sellen. South Dakota State, 8 of 12 from the stripe. Omaha from the free throw line, 4 of 4. Free throw by Sellen, no good. 44 18 our score, South Dakota State. And the second one is good by Sellen. So Cave will bring it across the timeline for Omaha. Coming in with a, a record of 15 and 16. And a back cut there by Grant. Grant was toppled or tripped. No foul called. We played through. Ball goes out of bounds. Omaha with the turnover. A minute into the third quarter of play, South Dakota State up 45-18. Well, Omaha was looking to quiet the crowd, but they didn't want to quiet them in this fashion as Tori Nelson working hard in the middle against Kennedy Grant. They can't get it to Nelson. Now a three from Burkhardt over Pilakuta. It's 48-18 South Dakota State with its seventh three-pointer of the game. Pate Burkhardt kind of a quieter day, two for four. What, two three-pointers? Nothing around the rim for her. Nikolachkina with the basketball off the dribble against Selen out of Lecture. Nikolachkina out of Russia. Pilakuta with the basketball back to Nikolachkina and she goes off the right side and puts it in. It's 48 to 20. Omaha continuing the fight down 28, third quarter to South Dakota State. Haley Timber at 13 goes against Cave all the way. They're going to call a foul, a charge on South Dakota State's Haley Timmer. So for Timmer, that'll be her second and the first team foul on the Jacks here in the third quarter. So Cave not giving up. She is uh, taking the most crashes to the new hardwood here at the Denny Sanford Premier Center. Three noted real hard falls. And she gets up, blonde hair with a smile. A three won't go. That by Stanley. Pilakuta gets the offensive board tied up there by Burkhart. And a foul on Burkhart in the process. And it'll be an inbound pass by the Omaha Mavericks baseline left. 48 to 20, SDSU with a 28 point lead. Largest lead was 30 at the break, 44-14. Grant with the basketball. Grant goes against Tory Nelson, double team there, and a whistle. Jackrabbits were straight up, went right into the defenders, and a foul gonna be called. 
It's either against Nelson or Burkhart. And shooting a pair of free throws will be Grant. Torrey Nelson gets charged with that one. Again, there's Omaha's MO. Just try to attack and slash. Try to get yourself to the hole. And Grant at the line shooting a pair. Gets the first one. We mentioned they are a team that uh, when they get to the free throw line, 78%. They're pretty efficient. One of the top 20 in the country. Jack's just seventh in the league at about 70%. Both free throws good. They had eight points scored in the first, eight in the second, and here in the first 215 of the third, they've scored five points. Jackrabbits break the press, and it's Haley Timmer on the right sideline, right near bench, off to Tori Nelson, off the top of the key. Her shot won't go, rebounded off the offensive glass by Timmer. She loses it, out of bounds. And Timmer, like she had the handle in front of it, was knocked out of her hands, out of bounds by Cave, or one of the uh, defenders there from Omaha. And Kind of looked like that, that should have been an obvious call, but it wasn't. Nikolinchkina was there with Cave, and it was a good job by Timmer to get to the offensive glass. 7.20 remaining, third quarter. Jackrabbits up 48-22. North Dakota State and Oral Roberts in the men's title game tonight with a chance to go to the NCAA tournament on the line. Back cut there by Nikolinchkina and a foul on South Dakota State as Kerry Banks looks over at Aaron Johnston. Well, there, there certainly has been a little different tenor to the uh, whistle here in this start of the third quarter where it is certainly ramped up here with the, uh, again, control of the play here. And the Jackrabbits have come up on the short end there. There, Tori Nelson picking up her third personal there. Just looked like she was trailing. And Nikolinchkina kind of put the brakes on, went right back into her. Jackrabbits with seven first-half fouls. They have four here in the first three minutes. Reverse layup, good. Uh, conversion there by Stanley, and it's 48 to 24, six nothing run in the first half. Omaha, oh, of uh, I should say five of 25. Right now, three of four in this third period of play, and a nice reverse off the right block by Peyton Burkhart, 50 to 24, 10 points. A bit, of a, a little bit of a spin move, leaving the lane, banking out of the glass, tough shot. Third, Jack Rabbit to go double figures. Nikolichina with a Turnover. spin move in the lane and turns it over. Good job defensively by South Dakota State. 13 turnovers on the Mavs. Man-to-man defense by Omaha, 50-24, to South Dakota State. Timmer feeds it inside to Burkhart. Goes across the lane, now gives it off to Sellen. Sellen his ball tapped away by Cave on the right baseline, out of bounds. Jackrabbits with Timmer Sellen, Gilton, Pagemeyer, and Peyton Burkhardt on the floor, and Gilton will fire it in, baseline right. Does so, off to Sellen on the right sideline. Into the post, it goes to Burkhardt. Burkhardt, 11-footer, left, or I should say right angle, that one won't go, rebound comes down to Kennedy Grant. 26 points out, Dakota State lead, had a 30-point lead. Earlier, now Pilakuta with the basketball fed into her off the window and got it to go. It's 50 to 26. Burkhart tried to anticipate that one, go a little wider, and Pilakuta kind of reached out and brought it back to her left-hand side and left an easy turnaround layup. 24-point lead for South Dakota State. They've got the basketball. With it is Gilton off to Burkhart for three. It's off the iron. Cave with a push on Sellen on the rebound. A foul on Cave. And Cave. Uh, <laughs> Kind of know she got caught with that one underneath. There was pretty easy foul to blow in the gym at that time. And Maya Sellen just kind of all of a sudden lunges uh, uh, bent over at the waist there after taking a shot in the uh, in the back. Sellen with a good block out. Cave with the push. Second on Cave. Second team foul. And 
It is Gilton on the inbound. Baseline left, fires it to the right wing, a bullet to Timmer. Gilton from Paige Meyer. And a three for South Dakota State. They're eight of 12 on the three ball. 53-26 South Dakota State. Seventh Jackrabbit to score. Omaha with the basketball, 5.19 to go in the third. Summit League women's basketball title game. Down the left side of the lane is Grant. Shot won't go, left it short. And Callie Tyson comes up with a loose ball, gives it off to Sellen, who goes to Gilton, left wide open. She decides not to shoot, gets it off to Tyson at the top of the key. Off to Timmer on the right, right wing. Now Gilton swings it left side to Meyer, puts it on the floor. In traffic, goes up against Pilakuta, puts it on the rim, won't fall, but she does have a chance to go to the free throw line. That aggressive take by Paige and how she can then just craft her way and getting into the lane, find the open, just find that leverage. Again, she's outsized by Pilakuta by almost a foot there and manages to get a shot on the rim, falls off, but she'll shoot some throws. All right, when we come back, 4.56 to go in the third, South Dakota State 53, Omaha 26, along the Jackrabbit Sports Network from Learfield. Back inside the Denny Sanford Premier Center in Sioux Falls with Scotty Quaz. I'm Brad Peterson. We've got 4.56 to go here in the third, South Dakota State women defeating the Omaha Mavericks 53-26 in the Summit League title game. GoJacks.com on any device, anywhere, anytime. Follow SDSU Athletics on GoJacks.com. Working for the future of agriculture and those who want to be a part of it, Farm Credit Services of America, agriculture works here. Well, the Mavericks off to a better start in this period, Scotty. Uh, they've got 10 points. They had eight points in the first, eight in the second, halfway through the third, they've got 10. They, a little bit better field goal shooting at yeah, 2-4. Uh, in this quarter alone. They've uh, missed their only, what, uh, three-point attempt, but they've gone to the free throw line. They've gotten a three rebound. Jack's kind of a, a slower start here to this third quarter, to be quite honest here. Jack's three of six, just one rebound in there. They've had those four personal fouls that came pretty quick, which kind of disrupted the, the, the flow of things here. So uh, Jack Rabbit's been a little bit more aggressive. In fact, aggressive here, Paige Meyer. Fouled right before we went to the break, so she'll have some free throws. So uh, getting back to your, your routine, what were you doing? Be aggressive, kind of block out that score. That's That's got to be the other part of this is the mental psyche that you have. The physical play, the X's and the O's are great, but the mental psyche to kind of close it down, um, again, to get the best opportunity that you might want to have, make a statement in this game so that then that selection committee on Sunday when they make those choices, Good point. They, they, they know that you meant business. <laughs> Polina Nikolachkina made the foul, her third personal. That was the third team foul in Omaha. And Paige Meyer will go to the free throw line. She's got just two points. Beg your pardon, she's got seven points, four rebounds and four assists. And makes a free throw there. 54-26, what a great line for Paige. Eight points and four rebounds, four assists. And she gets both free throws. Jackrabbits up 55-26. As the Jackrabbits have been in command in the entire Summit League season, looking to go 21 up and zero down against Summit League competition, including 18-0 in the regular season. Pilakuta, free throw line jump shot won't go, and the rebound is taken out of there by Paige Meyer, who adds a, another notch there. Now nine points, five rebounds, four assists. It is Gilton inside, bad pass. It was intended for Timmer, and it was batted away by Keitches. Turnover, South Dakota State. 
Threaded that needle right in the middle of the paint. There was all kinds of uh, Omaha hands in there. Pilakuta tries to go with the left hand and is swatted away and out of bounds. Another block shot for South Dakota State. That is Callie Tyson's 11th in the tournament. 21, 21st for the team as well. And that what uh, I believe puts the Jackrabbits at 130 blocks on the season. And going to the cup and putting one up and over Drew Gilton was Kennedy Grant. It's 55-28. That off the inbounds play. Good job by Omaha that time. Good hands there by Stanley on the dribble of Paige Meyer. Ball is tipped away. South Coast State with the basketball. On the reverse, it goes from Gilton back to the left side to Meyer. Now on the right side, it goes to Timmer. She puts it on the floor. Pull-up jump shot won't go. Callie Tyson offensive rebound. Put back won't go. Three Omaha Mavericks around her, and she'll go to the line to shoot a pair of free throws. Aliyah Stanley claiming the foul there. Got the hand up and hit that outside hand of Callie Tyson. Great job by Tyson. She's got Pilakuda. She's got Kaichis. She's got Stanley just smothering her there, but just to kind of block out what's going around her, get the handle on the ball and get herself to the free throw line. Callie Tyson scoreless in this game. She's got three rebounds. First points there made. 56-28 South Dakota State. Jackrabbits 4 of 5 from the line this half. 12 of 17 for the game. Both free throws good. 57-28 South Dakota State with the lead. K front court picked up by Paige Meyer. 340 and counting third quarter of play. Of course, the seniors for South Dakota State and Drew Gilton, Maya Sellen, Peyton Burkhart looking to go to an NCAA tournament. Good defense there by Gilton to kick the ball away on the pass by Sam Mitchell who's trying to bounce it into the post. And South Dakota State substitutions coming into the game. Peyton uh, Burkhart and Tori Nelson out is Maya Sellen and Paige Meyer. 20 on the shot clock after the ball kick. 3.25 to go here in the third. K with the basketball, gets a double screen at the top of the key. Goes left, now comes back to the near side. Kennedy on her. Kaichis to Cave. Cave shot three, won't go. Rebound, South Dakota State's Tori Nelson. Outlet goes to Drew Gilton. Gilton works the right-hand dribble to the left side of the floor. Kaichis picks her up. Left corner, Nelson. Screen there by Tyson. Nelson swings it right side. Gilton right uh, sideline. It goes to Timmer. Now it's Gilton, top of the three key. It's a back iron, no good. Nelson offensive rebound. Gilton, left angle with the dribble. Now goes to the middle of the floor. Goes in the lane. No look pass to Tyson. Shot won't go. Jackrabbits there to fight Pilakuta. Tyson and Burkhardt fighting Pilakuta after the missed shot there by Kelly. Good ball movement there inside, outside game there. And then they went back inside with a bucket in there. And good hustle by Peyton Burkhardt to come back around the other side of Pilakuta. Tied it up. Points for Omaha, but it'll change the arrow. Looked like Tyson felt like she had to really get that shot off a lot quicker than she had to. And I think that's what her coaching staff was telling her. Kaichis off the dribble. Left elbow, jump shot won't go. Rebound Timmer. Timmer on the outlet to Nelson. Nelson on the attack. No look to Burkhardt off the window at the left hand and beats the defense of Grant. And it's 59-28 South Dakota State's largest lead now at 31 with 2.10 remaining here in the third quarter. Kennedy Grant was on the opposite side of the floor at midcourt. She could see that happening and just could not get there in time. South Dakota State defending Omaha really well in this tournament title game and a nice spin move up off the left side off the window cave with the left hand got the conversion 59 to 30. by the way everything is better after 50 aarp of south dakota 
South Dakota State with the basketball. Gilton with a bounce pass into Burkhardt. Kick out top of the key. Three good by South Dakota State's Haley Timmer. Jacks nine of 14 on threes. Timmer's fourth three of the day today, and she's having a career day, putting herself in the uh, conversation of most outstanding player. Got to be the leading candidate at this point. Could have been last year in the WNIT, only outdone by Maya Sell, and she had a great WNIT and having a great postseason start here. A three from the right wing won't go by Sam Mitchell. Rebound taken out of there by South Dakota State. Timmer is deceivingly so fast. She goes all the way in. I don't know how she got through the elevator door. It was Pilakuta and Kaitchis there, and she got it up and under. I think they laid off thinking Timmer's just going to roll it back out. There was too much defense. She just kind of, you almost think she's traveling, but she just slide steps right through that double team. And it looks like we got another smile there, too, for Aaron Johnson. It could be a tournament high for him in his career of at least four smiles cracked in the last two games. Down the right side of the lane, it's Sam Mitchell. She's tripped. Accidental contact, but a tripping foul on South Dakota State, and I think they'll be against Drew Gilton. Yeah, that's her first. Drew tried to jump in front of her and just kind of stepped over her feet there at the same time. So, again, awareness where it is. Timmer out and Brooklyn Meyer in. Kelly Tyson out. Madison Mathewitz is in. The hand of a lot of yellow and blue in the building here at the Denny Sanford Premier Center. Cave also coming out for Omaha. Anna Nikolinchkina is into the game, sister to Polina. And both free throws good by Mitchell at 64-32. Also into the game is Morgan Gardner. She's on the floor in the black clad uniform of Omaha. Kind of like the way Kaichis, a junior out of Knoxville, Iowa, plays as South Dakota State. Drew Gilton wide open underneath, misses the layup. Drew kind of got caught too far across the rim on that right side. Had to kind of back up and do a 180 and try to hurry that shot before the defense got there and just couldn't quite finish it off off the glass. Good uh, quarter by Omaha, but they're going to at least at this point fall short of matching what South Dakota State has done. It's 2016 advantage in this period, down to three seconds to go. It is Grant forcing her way in, and a jump ball forced up by South Dakota State with 1.2 seconds to go. Good defense by the Jacks, including Peyton Burkhardt. So with 1.2 seconds to go in the third, it's 64-32. And inbound to Gilton, and after three quarters of play, South Dakota State can smell the hot dogs on the grill inside the Denny Sanford Premier Center and smell another championship. After three, South Dakota State 64, Omaha 32. This is Jack Rabbit basketball from Learfield. The Summit League Basketball Championships in Sioux Falls at the Denny Sanford Premier Center. Another wonderful crowd on hand to cheer on South Dakota State. Dr. Kevin Kessler, the South Dakota State Pride of the Dakotas. Brookings Country Club is located on Scenic Lake Campbell. Features dinner, networking, live music, and more. Call 693-4316 to make your reservation at the Brookings Country Club.
got to be honest, it's 40 years since I, almost 40 years since I first stepped a foot on campus at South Dakota State, and still to hear the school song is, is quite the spine tingler, if you will. It creates some goosebumps. And South Dakota State women also trying to create memories here in a 10th championship trophy, Scotty, and an 11th NCAA tournament appearance after three quarters. They played some pretty dominant basketball, leading 64-32 over the Oval Mavericks, who are sixth seed of the tournament coming into this afternoon. It feels like a lot of what has happened in the Summit League this entire season. They've had some quarters where they maybe didn't perform. If there was one team that maybe gave them fits, it was Oral Roberts yesterday, but then Omaha is the other team. Remember that first yeah, time they met, it was 68-61. It was only a seven-point game, so it's not like a South Dakota State came in thinking that they're just going to push Omaha over. And Again, that wouldn't be head coach Aaron Johnston's style, uh, but it, it's about it, we need to perform and we need to make sure that we've... Uh, but again, a punctuation on a, a celebration of the season. South Dakota State starting the period up by 32. They've doubled Omaha. Omaha with the basketball going to the goal to our right, dressed in all black. South Dakota State in all white, blue numbers. Omaha with 14 to shoot. Sam Mitchell with the basketball guarded by Paige Meyer. Anna Nikolachkina goes down the right rails, tied up, alternate possession, South Dakota State basketball. First Bank and Trust because everyone should play hard and bank easy. First Bank and Trust, a member FDIC. Of course, that will be the name of the new arena, South Dakota State's, and a lot of demolition right now to go through the retrofit, the new arena where Frost has been for all these years since the 70s. Mathewitz with the basketball. Cross court, it goes to Paige Meyer pull-up jump shot and the mid-range jumper is a lost art and she makes it look so easy 66 32 didn't rush it got her feet set and nailed it from the right angle the fifth of uh, excuse me fourth jack rabbit go double figures page meyer 11 points five rebounds four assists pretty good day today haley timmer with 18 she had such a great run in postseason the wnit now meyer with the steal off of the Polina Nikolachkina uh, 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 dribble and a nice layup there, good by South Dakota State's Paige Meyer, 68-32. So Paige with 13 again, Haley Timmer with uh, 18, and it's going to be a timeout called by Omaha and Carrie Banks. Paige Meyer double teamed on that lay last layup, so gets the steal, runs it coast to coast, splits a double team, little finger roll, just super athletic, super fun to watch and. Remember, she's, uh, again, pretty young, too. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> Jack Rabbits looking for their 21st victory in a row in South Dakota State at 27-5 here in the Summit League Championship game. Early for, uh, fourth quarter, South Dakota State 68 and Omaha 32. Take a break. Be back to Sioux Falls after this. You're listening to Jack Rabbit Basketball from Learfield. South Dakota State women basketball team playing in its 12th Summit League title game here this afternoon in search of its 11th trip to the NCAA tournament. And with 8.43 to go in the fourth, it's South Dakota State 68 and Omaha 32. Blue is freedom to choose the doctors you want. Blue is affordable with plans to fit your budget because blue is Medicare Advantage from Wellmark Advantage Health Plan. Get all-in-one plans with the confidence of being covered by Wellmark. Find the plan right for you at wellmark.com slash swish. Have you tried? Ears up. It is the new easy drinking smooth premium beer designed by Jackrabbits for Jackrabbits. Crafted locally at Fernson Brewing Company, humbly made with people in mind because beer tastes better when it's made for you. Brad Peterson with Scotty Quaz. 
Audio technician and statistician Tyler Merriam. Second game today here at the Premier Center will be the men's title game tonight. And that's North Dakota State and Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts, that team that certainly has kind of put a punctuation on their own kind of season. They got tested last night, though. St. Thomas Tommies really gave them a run. North Dakota State uh, didn't just walk out of here with a win against South Dakota State. The Jackrabbits just could not knock down baskets last night to make that a game. Although late, started bombing some threes, found some buckets, made it interesting. But again, uh, going to be a battle tonight. Chance to go to the turning on the line. 8.43 to go here in this one. South Dakota State up by 36. Largest lead of the game. Jackrabbits just joined us. Allowed eight in the first, eight into the second for Omaha. And had a 44-16 halftime lead. Jackrabbits still have a few starters out there. They have four starters out there. Uh, Webb with the, uh, Gardner I should say, with the basketball, her left angle shot, no good. Rebound comes down to Maya Sellen. Madison Mathewitz on the floor for South Dakota State, gets the ball from Sellen. Sellen out there with Mathewitz and Burkhart and Nelson and Pagemeyer down the left rail. Shot won't go by Madison Mathewitz. Playing in her ninth minute here this afternoon. She's scoreless, but will go to the free throw line as she was fouled in the act of shooting. And so she can uh, fill the cycle, become the last Jackrabbit that has not scored to actually score in this game. So everybody else that's appeared has scored. And she's Anna, done it with a free throw. And Nikolachkina with the foul. That's her first. So Mathewitz won a two as she misses the second. Kaichis with the rebound. 69-32. South Dakota State with the lead. 8-10 to go in this game. Polina Nikolachkina and to Kaichis. Top of the key three. And for Omaha, that is just their third three out of 12 tries, and it's 69-35. Deepest one we've seen today as well. Yeah, that, was that was way back there. That was from the Howardwood Field parking lot. Madison Mathewitz on the right sideline, selling on the right wing. Picked up there by Sam Mitchell, Omaha in his own. It's Mathewitz for a three, and she dials up a three from the right wing. So she's got four points off the bench. The 10th three of the game for South Dakota State. 10 of 15 shooting at 72-35 South Dakota State. That's 10 of 15 beyond the arc. Keiches with the basketball guarded by Sellen. Now goes to Mitchell, picked up by Meyer. Pass over to Anna Nikolachkina. Loses the basketball. Get, uh, Mitchell gets it back. Polina Nikolachkina with the dribble crossover. Now goes from the top of the key down the left rails to Keiches. Keiches loses her balance to Polina Nikolachkina. And her shot from 11. Left angle. Won't go. Hits the back iron. Rebound comes down to Maya Sellen for South Dakota State. Sellen with 11 points and 5 rebounds. She has a pair of assists. Here comes Paige Meyer, top of the arc. Stops here, gives it off to Mathewitz. Inside it goes to Sellen, who is hooked there by Keiches, who falls to the floor and collects the foul. Keiches with her first, second team foul in the fourth quarter on the Omaha Mavericks. And Madison Mathewitz with four points off the bench will sit down. And the Jackrabbit leading scorer today comes back out on the floor, and it's Haley Timmer. She's seven of eight from the floor, four of four on threes. Has the ball in the right wing off the inbound. Right corner goes to Tori Nelson. And getting loose is Peyton Burkhardt. Burkhardt, she's got 14. It is 74-35 South Dakota State. 6.30 remaining in this one. Jack Kravitz with their starting five on the floor right now. And 
Anticipate with six and a half to go there. Will be some farewells here in front of a jackrabbit crowd. Keitches with another long bomb this time towards her bench on the left wing at 74 to 38. 6.13 to go. Paige Meyer at the point, goes left to right, now stops at the free throw line, goes down the right rail, dishes it behind her to Nelson. Looking inside to Burkhardt, ball tapped away, Sam Mitchell on the dribble. Mitchell going one-on-one -on -one against Nelson, nice spin move off the window. Got the conversion after this deal at 74-40. 5.53 and counting. Drew Gilton will also get another appearance in this game as Meyer goes from the right side to the left side, got it off the window, hit it right off the square, goes through the nylon, and the end one coming up for Paige Meyer. So like at the very last second, it's like she makes a decision that she wants to shoot the ball. It's like she's just driving to see how far she can get. Well, I'm here, I might as well shoot the ball. <laughs> it gets it up on the rim and uh, again, has enough strength, has enough presence of where that rim is to be able to get the shot up and make it. So another and one opportunity for South Dakota State. And Paige Meyer makes good on the free throw. And South Dakota State, Paige Meyer will sit down. Drew Gilton will come in. And Maya Sellen and Peyton Burkhart, their final game here at the Denny Sanford Premier Center in the Summit League Basketball Championships to a standing ovation. Hugs all the way around. Paige Meyer also checking out. Back the other way, a shot won't go for Polina Nikolachkina, South Dakota State. Drew Gilton, the other senior, who will also get a standing ovation. She had one year in Brookings and has made such a great part of this team with a left hand underneath that is Brooklyn Meyer can convert, but a great job on the offensive glass was Callie Tyson, and she is fouled on that blockout. 14 foul called on the Omaha Mavericks. But Peyton Burkhart checking out with 14. Maya Sellen with 11. Hard to believe it's their final game in this building. On the inbounds, Kelly Tyson from Drew Gilton. Give the assist to the St. Thomas More product who spent a handful of years in Utah. Set a great amount of records there while playing college ball in the Pac-12. And uh, Kelly Tyson gets to the line and Tori Nelson will come back next year for South Dakota State. She checks out Madison Veloston. The six footer out of Lennox checks in. So Tyson to the stripe. The foul was on Mitchell. That's her fourth. Tyson for the N1. Callie Tyson, that's her first basket of the day to go with three rebounds or three, three free throws, excuse me. And uh, she's, uh, she's kind of Held the line in rebounding there and hasn't had a lot of offense, but a valuable member. Block 80, shots. 80 to 40, South Dakota State. Definitely a block water, right? <laughs> Kaitches with the basketball. Gives it off to Anna Nikolachkina to Pilakuta, left corner. Kaitches for three. It's on the mark. It rims out, no good. Callie Tyson cleans the glass, and the outlet goes to Drew Gilton. Gilton with the dribble, gets a screen there by Tyson, who rolls to the bucket, can't get it to her. Madison Veloston with the basketball. Veloston, 6'1", sophomore out of Lennox. Gilton on the dribble. No look left side, Veloston. Inside it goes to Callie Tyson. Tyson with the step through, left hand. Over and around, Pilakuta can't get it to go. So here comes Omaha after the, well, there's Kaitchis. I mean, that one was long ways away. She's wow. got a big smile on her face. That one was launched. That's close about to two 30. days ago. Yeah. That was about 30-footer <laughs> right there, and she just 
smiling and joking about it. And even Coach Banks, I think, was like kind of a little bit of an eye roll on that one. <laughs> Kaitchis, again, just a junior. She'll be eligible to come back to play in Omaha. Knoxville, Iowa, junior for the Omaha Mavericks. Boston wide open, three. It's off the mark, won't go. South Dakota State, 10 to 16 from that three-point line. 80-43, our score. We're under 345 left in this one. And South Dakota State defending the drive there by Anna Nikolachkina. And a foul on South Dakota State. So foul on the Jackrabbits and substitutions. In for South Dakota State. We've got a timeout on the floor, I believe. Timeout on the floor, and we'll get all the substitutions when we will return. 3.45 remaining in the game. South Dakota State 80 and Omaha 43 in the Summit League Women's Basketball title game on the Jack Rabbit Sports Network from Learfield. The previous largest margin in Summit League Championship game history was 23. That was when USD beat Omaha in the COVID season. So this will be the largest margin. That's tournament stuff. In the second quarters, we were plus 44 in three tournament games. And then for Burkhardt and Sellin, that's all time. Oh, in the nice. tournament as well. Nice. Okay. Excellent. Thank you so much. You got it. Right now, third fewest points we've allowed. Okay. And then in the last, I'll, I'm doing the math here, in the last 12 games, this is going to be right around 370 points we've outscored in the last 12. And I'll, the closest game being 18 in that stretch. Right. Got it. Back here in Sioux Falls, Summit League Women's Basketball Championship. Jackrabbits with an 80-43 lead here over Omaha with 3.45 to go. The previous largest margin in the championship game was 23 points. That was when USD beat Omaha 66-43. Game was played over at the Pentagon in the COVID year when Omaha bounced South Dakota State in the quarterfinals without Tori Nelson and Maya Sellin in that one. Jackrabbits have made 10 trips to the NCAA tournaments, most recently with an at-large bid in 2021. State last won a Summit League Tournament Championship in 2019 when Maya Sellin was a sophomore. Peyton Burkhardt was a freshman. The Jacks made a run to the NCAA Sweet 16 that season with victories over Quinnipiac and Syracuse before going out to the West Coast, going out to Portland and losing to Oregon in that Sweet 16 round. Been single-digit seeds the last three times they've been into that tournament. Otherwise, 12, 13, 14. I know one of the projections has them as like a 12 and 13 right now. So, again, there's so much women's basketball being played, not just today, but in the next week or yeah. so, that's going to really impact. Is there surprises? Is there automatic qualifiers that quote-unquote shouldn't have made it uh, if the favorites didn't make it versus whether they did. So lots to be played for and decided by that tournament selection committee. 
Haley Timmer set a career high yesterday with 25. She's the team's leading scorer with 18 in this one, and she's just again had an outstanding, an outstanding uh, summer league tournaments. And you can go back to the WNIT, by the way, Anna Nikolachkino with the free throw attempts, and she goes one of two that trip down. It is 80 to 44. As Madison Mathewitz goes right by Pilakuta, right angle, laying good. And you can just see the growing confidence of sleepy eye Minnesota native Madison Mathewitz. It's 80 to 46. 325 remaining here. Kaitchis with the basketball, who has had extra oomph in her threes here in this period. She sent a couple of long ones. And at the left elbow, it's Jalen Townsend for Omaha to get the conversion. I was going to say she had to have extra postage because of the extra distance that he had thrown those from. Inside, Mesa Byam, Melrose, Wisconsin. She can't get the left-handed conversion. Nice pass there by Brooklyn Meyer, but that time Byam was just a little too far under and had a bad angle to the cup. Omaha with the basketball, trailing 82-46. Pass inside to Pilakuta, tipped away off her fingertips, and coming up with it is Brooklyn Meyer. Ellie Colbeck into the game. Colbeck, a 5'10 freshman out of Fergus Falls, Minnesota. And it's Madison Mathewitz getting her second three-pointer of the game. It's 83-48, to and South Dakota State has really stroked that three-ball well. 11 of them today, and uh, again, just really ad ad advantageous, again, building confidence, like we said, for that player development of Madison Mathewitz. Free throw line jump shot by Townsend. That one won't go, and the rebound comes down to South Dakota State. Again with Mesa Byam, Brooklyn Meyer, Madison Mathewitz, Madison Velocity will take a three from the left corner. The Lennox native is in the scorecard. And South Dakota State, 88, Omaha 46, Jacks 12 of 18 from the three-point line. Rotating substitutions here for Omaha, and I think they want to give Pilakuta a farewell as well as... Uh, an outgoing senior that spent an awful lot of time. She's become the face of Omaha here as of late. And so her final moments, hugging with players and coaches. Jacobin fans applauding the effort of Elena Pilakuta. She's, boy, been a difference maker in the interior post. Well, South Dakota State with the advantage here in a three good from the left sidelines from Anna Nikolachkina. For three of the day, or the quarter, rather, those three by Kaichis from deep or not quite as deep on that one. 88-49 is what they have on the scoreboard as Brooklyn Meyer goes at the left block underneath. The shot won't go, but she does earn a pair of free throws. So Timmer in this tournament, Scotty, against St. Thomas, 10 points. Oral Roberts yesterday, career high 25 today against Omaha, 18. And she is 19 of 30 from the floor. She has 53 points and is 10 of 14 shooting threes. More farewells from Nebraska Omaha. Leah Stanley, a senior going out and getting some hugs. Sam Mitchell as well, the graduate from UAB. Those two both again transfer students giving their one last year here to Omaha. Free throw, good by Brooklyn Meyer. Meyer three of three from the stripe. Hasn't missed the last two days from the. She's gonna help improve that percentage a little right. bit. We'll put Brooklyn Meyer at the line from now. 90 to 49, South Dakota State with the lead. 
Anna Nikolachkina with the basketball. Townsend on the left wing, picked up by Byam. Now dribbles to the free throw line with the right hand, right elbow jump shot. Townsend a little strong. And the rebound comes down to Brooklyn Smith for Omaha. And her shot over Brooklyn Meyer is good. And it's 90 to 51. The Jackrabbits with the lead. Final 60 seconds of this title game. Mathowitz inside to Brooklyn Meyer. Faces the basket against Brooklyn Smith. Velostin three, it's on the mark. South Dakota State with 13 threes. 93-51, SDSU. Again, we talk about the offensive output that this team has shown in Summit League play, but I'm convinced it's the defense that has really been a big part of this run. Final 30 seconds of this title game. Cave, baseline runner, left side won't go. Mesa Byam with the rebound, shot clock is off. Jackrabbits do not need to take another shot. Omaha gonna sag off and allow the moment to expire here as Ellie Kolbeck will be dribbling at midcourt. Jackrabbits have held opponents to 60 points or fewer in 11 of the last 12 outings have posted a 20-point scoring margin in each of the last nine games now. Summit League perfection for the South Dakota State women's basketball team. Pack your bags with your favorite shoes. South Dakota State University is going dancing. South Dakota State University extends its third longest winning streak in the nation in Division I to 21 in a row. The Jackrabbits are 28 and five and head back to the NCAA tournament for the 11th time winning its 10th Summit League tournament title. The final in this one, South Dakota State 93 and Omaha 51. An extended post game coming up. We'll talk to the happy Jackrabbits. This is Jackrabbit basketball from Learfield. Back here in Sioux Falls at the Denny Sanford Premier Center, South Dakota State women, 10 championship trophies as the trophy presentation will be made here shortly and have now qualified for their 11th NCAA tournament appearance, 21 game win streak, nation's third longest active streak in the Summit League title game today, beating Omaha by a final of 93-51. to 51. Welcome to the First Dakota National Bank post-game show. First Dakota has been serving the people of South Dakota with dependable banking solutions for 150 years. First Dakota, where the locals go. Well, the game summary here, the Northland Ford Dealers game summary, South Dakota State with uh, quite the start in this one, up 4 nothing. Omaha, about four and change left in the first quarter, Scotty, had the game to uh, three at 11 to eight, but 
as SDSU never trailed. They led 11 to 8, then a 15-0 run over the next 634, put this one out of reach. Well, they put put the, that four, the, the four baskets together, Paige Meyer with a with a layup, Maya Sellen with a layup, Peyton Burkhart buries a three, and then Tori Nelson gets a layup. Talk about the distribution. Those four starters just cycled through, and they hit that, like you mentioned there, and in the, in the span of about two minutes, really just put things in control, if you will, and and kind of sent a statement right away and, and got some rotation, kept rotating players through and, and really took anything that Omaha really maybe had in terms of offensive uh, desire uh, out of the mix. Uh, they forced him into some turnovers, forced him into some fouls, and then got it going the other way. And the defense, again, by South Dakota State, including the seven block shots as Tori Nelson, she had uh, four, and Callie Tyson with three as South Dakota State had a block party this weekend at the uh, at the Denny Sanford Premier Center. What we end up with uh, 21 block shots on the uh, tournament. Tori Nelson had those eight. Callie Tyson had 11. Peyton Maya, Bru uh, Drew Gilton, Brooklyn Meyer each had one in there too. And a as a team coming into the uh, into the weekend, then to the the uh, Jacks had 123 block shots, or rather coming into today, 123 block shots. So seven of them today, 130 on the year. That's a that's a mark been a, been a bit of a difference maker for them. South Dakota State with 29. Points off of 17 Omaha turnovers, two largest margin in the Summit League Championship game history today as South Dakota State with the victory, the final, a 42-point victory for SDSU, SDSU 93 and Omaha 51. Go further with the fuel-efficient full lineup of Ford cars, trucks, and SUVs. See for yourself, visit buyfordnow.com or your local Northland Ford dealer. Before we take a break, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Jackrabbit Basketball. Brad Peterson with Scotty Quaz here at the Premier Center in Sioux Falls where the SDSU women have now won their 10th Summit League Championship. They'll make their 11th NCAA appearance. They've won 24 of the last 25 games and they're 35 and five all time in Summit League play. And really SDSU in the last 12 games this season, they have outscored opponents by 379 points. They have, uh, they have really done the work in 21 Summit League games, averaging a margin of 31 and a half points. Closest game was 18. We will continue with the First Dakota National Bank postgame show. When we return, you're listening to Jack Rabbit Basketball from Learfield. Back in Sioux Falls, the South Dakota State women have advanced to the NCAA tournament as an automatic qualifier as the Jackrabbits in the Summit League women's basketball title game this afternoon defeat Omaha the final 93-51. This is the first to go to National Bank post-game show. Time to get in the game, Jacks fans, because when your team scores, your team, or I should say your team, which would be your town, wins. You can text SDSU to 97063 and nominate your town to receive proceeds from Wellmark's three-point play program. Money raised from each Jackrabbit three-pointer is put towards community health projects like parks, playgrounds, and trails. It's all thanks to your local health insurance provider, Wellmark, Blue Cross, and Blue Shield of South Dakota. Well. The Jackrabbits with 13 three-pointers on 19 attempts. That means they shot 68% beyond the arc, shooting 62% from the floor total today. So we thank our friends, of course, at Walmart. Well, the postseason, the Summit League postseason tournament awards being handed out here, Scotty, and you've got the all-tournament team and also the 
player of the tournament. Yes, and the uh, all-tournament team is voted on by those credentialed media members here in attendance for the weekend. Kansas City's Mana Mensa. She was a graduate transfer. She was a certain spark plug. She joined the team at middle of the year, and she ends up being an all-tournament team member. From Omaha, Elena Pilakuda. We talked about her, the graduate student that's from uh, Cyprus, uh, uh, Nicosia, Nicosia, Cyprus overseas. And then three Jackrabbits, including Maya Sellen, Paige Meyer, and then Haley Timmer, also on the all-tournament team, was selected as the MVP of the tournament. We chronicled the, uh, what, 53 points that she had there. Just some really efficient inside-outside. Did an awful, awful lot for this Jackrabbit basketball team all year. Haley Timmer in this tournament, she had 10 points against St. Thomas on 4 of 10 shooting. Against Oral Roberts, she had a brand-new career-high 25 points on 8 of 12 shooting. And today against Omaha, 18 points on 7 of 8 shooting. In the last two games of this tournament, she was 5 of 7 beyond the arc against Oral Roberts and 4 of 4 on 3-point shots against Omaha. So for the tournament, Haley Timmer's numbers, 53 points, 19 of 30 shooting, and she was 10 of 14 on 3-point shots. You might recall that she... Really did a great job in the WNIT in this, um, again, last spring when it completed with a WNIT championship for South Dakota State, defeating Seton Hall. So the Jackrabbits have had a, a lot of goals, and this was certainly one of them, Scotty. And they certainly didn't want to let the, the foot off the gas pedal. And again this afternoon, jumping out to that 4 to nothing lead, but responding by defending so very well and making it hard for Omaha and put together a couple of big runs over about a nine and a half minute period where they outscored Omaha in two separate incidences, a total of 27 to nothing. And when you had at, at those, those runs and those streaks, but playing it really 40 minutes from beginning to end and the biggest quarter was their fourth quarter, uh, scoring the most points, the most balance. And like we talked about a couple of times and, and AJ's mentioned not just Again, having a good game to get the win, but really putting a punctuation on the entire season. An entire run from the game one to the championship of your league tournament. Jackrabbits 21-0 in the Summit League and, and doing it in dominant fashion there. It was at 28 points per, per game average. That only got added to by a point or two here with today's game. But South Dakota State really just, uh, again, one of the more uh, powerful teams, a team that's got the most going for them right now across the country. South Dakota State with the victory. If you just joined us, they have punched their ticket to the big dance. And, of course, Selection Sunday this weekend, South Dakota State defeating the six-seed Omaha Mavericks 93-51. to And this is the First Dakota National Bank postgame show. The defensive player of the game is presented by DeKalb. Wherever you compete, winning has roots. Perform at your best with DeKalb brand seed. South Dakota State's. Uh, certainly led by uh, Callie Tyson with her play, but it was Tori Nelson who had three block shots early on, Scotty, and uh, she ends the day with four block shots. She has uh, 106 in her career now at South Dakota State. She is our defensive player of the game because she drew the tough assignment early, but it was early on, again, in those first three, four minutes where she had those three block shots, and uh, Omaha didn't have an answer for Tori Nelson. And, and remember that you get Callie Tyson and Tori Nelson back next year with those 200-plus block shots between the two of them. That will certainly be marked down in a lot of different scouting reports for people to, to keep in mind. And uh, they, again, in today's game, were just difference maker. That length, and when you have a Paige Meyer, when you have a Maya Sellen, 
those become difficult matchups for the other team. The FMC player of the game is Haley Timmer, the player of the tournament. She had 18 today, seven of eight from the floor, perfect four of four on three. She had a three rebound, one assist to go with her line. And today's player of the game, just a sophomore from St. Thomas More, Haley Timmer, 5'8", sophomore out of Rapid City. She is now 17 straight games in double figures after having just one, one game in double figures in the previous six games. She had set a new uh, career-high 25 points yesterday. Haley Timmer, your player of the game, and is presented by FMC Ag Solutions. FMC Ag Solutions, advancing chemistry to advance agriculture at ag.fmc. Com. And we're joined by the athletic director of South Dakota State, Justin Sell. Justin, congratulations. And, and I'm going to state the obvious that the winning just doesn't get old. But I really want you to talk to that about the excellence that the athletic department and the university academically really push at South Dakota State. Yeah, I think uh, what makes the winning special is when you do it uh, with people that are uh, here to get a degree that matters to them. Uh, when you've got so many uh, terrific coaches, uh, our uh, administration, President Dunn is so supportive of the athletic experience and how it's connected to our campus and how it magnifies and showcases everything that's great about being a Jackrabbit. And um, so proud of uh, our, our ladies in the program and the consistency with which uh, they've done it for 20 plus years. And uh, and it's and it's hard to do when you got the target on your back and you're that team, but. Uh, these experiences are so special because of um, all the people that are in here right now. When you had a chance to just go around since this tournament started on Friday and uh, be down at the, uh, the down the hall in the convention center for gatherings too, what kind of uh, message are you getting from fans, alumni, donors, and supporters of South Dakota State? Uh, I would say first and foremost, uh, I, I got plenty of suggestions. Uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, but, but I think, you know, the, the passion that they have, um, I, I think what I would remark, a lot of new faces too and, awesome. and younger faces. And I, we that. saw that down in Frisco, certainly saw it this week, which is really encouraging in terms of that growth. Uh, but the sense of pride and, and they want to tell you their story, their connection. Uh, obviously a ton of national championship Frisco moments, but as the week went on here, uh, living those moments in this basketball tournament and excited and hopeful of what could come. We got to get the head coach on. I would love to have you on a lot longer, but I'm going to get him on, all right? Is that okay? You, you can absolutely. I would defer <laughs> Justin, to AJ. Thank you, Justin. Appreciate Thanks, Justin. it. He's a way better interview. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Aaron Johnson, head coach for South Dakota State, joins us again in his 23rd season here at South Dakota State. Congratulations, my friend. Uh, it just doesn't get old winning. Uh, again, a 10th title. Uh, Summit League title in the tournament, 11th appearance in the NCAA tournament. Just talk about how special this game was, this tournament was, and this season. Yeah, this season was was fantastic. You know, a little bit of uh, adversity, just kind of getting through some injuries early, and then we just picked up steam as we got through the holiday. Um, you know, today, too, not to get into the basketball part of it right away, but I think it kind of reflects what we're talking about with the season. Like, we defended like crazy today. We were so good, and we were so good throughout the tournament. I thought about midway through the year, that really became a focus for our team and became a, a connection point where they really took just such great pride and, and uh, belief and the ability to go out there and defend. And it really brought people together in a way that I think helped us, helped us offensively, helped us get to the point here where we're champions, not just because of the defensive part, but that connection piece. And, and they really took that to heart, and that showed up throughout the tournament and throughout the year. And then I think you mentioned the 
Uh, I can't remember how many times. This is the 11th or 10th time the NCAA, and, and uh, just how many times we talked beforehand we've been in the championship game. You know, that's not just a reflection of the last 12 or 15 years. That's really a reflection of the last 40-plus years when you look at how women's basketball has been valued and the coaches and the administrators and people that have really poured into the program. You don't just get to a point where all of a sudden you're in 12 or 15 tournaments. You know what I mean? It's not just a 15-year run. It's a, a reflection of a long-term commitment that lasts well beyond those 40 years. And so we're proud to be a part of that here today and really enjoy it. I'm seeing some of our former players wandering around down here, which is exciting and fun. So it really connects a lot of people together. And you mentioned that, AJ. We talked about when the transition began. Your program is one that kind of catapulted or gave some life to a Division One move. Um, and you've built kind of a, I don't know if you want to call it a dynasty, but there's a legacy. It's been passed on. And, and it's always continuous improvement. This season, I think, the range and the margin of victory that you've had. Uh, you've certainly made a statement for, for college women's basketball and how you can be uh, close to perfection, if you will. Yeah, for sure. And I do think that even reflects what we did in Division One early on, just how we finished with Division Two and that built off of before. So it just has been a great extension. When I look at our team today, really a complete team. Um, so many good players. You know, we had a couple of, of young players honored, a couple of returners honored. Um, and so it's not just about any one player. You know, we're not carried by one class or, you know, one outstanding player. We have a lot of outstanding players. We have a lot of young players that have a lot of basketball in front of them and, and some really good ones coming along. So uh, it, it's just a good spot to be in right now. We're really proud of the year that we've had. We're going to enjoy this the rest of the day, take a you know, little time off. And it's fun to be going back to another NCAA tournament with a team that really is, you know, capable of, of going on and, and doing well. So um, this is a great day, but we've got some, some good things coming down the road too. And finally, you talked about all of those that have been a part of this over the years to build this program it also takes those that don't have a lot of of court time we've talked about it aj it take takes you to uh, to make sure that those players all players on the roster understand their roles and their roles mean so much in um, galvanizing a team each and every year yeah for sure like every year we have roles but how people excel in those roles is is always different and it is it's hard um, that's the the challenge of coaching it's not an equal opportunity playing time sport you know it just doesn't work that way but the effort everybody puts in and the time they put in is the same we expect the same out of each and every player and this year's group really embraced that they were so you know, caring for each other, supportive of one another, um, just didn't have to deal with any uh, egos at all. They were just all about how do we get better, what do I got to do for the team, and, and that showed. You saw a really complete effort in this tournament, complete effort today, and uh, absolutely took all 14 of those young women. I'm really proud of them, and, and this is a great day for them, but just a good reminder of what they can, you know, continue to achieve in their life, too, as they have those kind of qualities. Okay, I, I like one quick question about Haley Timmer and her performance again today in this tournament. Yeah, just exceptional. Haley's a just scratching the surface you know she's such a good player plays so hard she shot it so well down here and that's a reflection of everybody else and ball movement and those things too but yeah she's very deserving she had a great tournament down here all right thanks Aaron yep all right Aaron Johnson head coach of South Dakota State they win 93-51 yeah congratulations coach Ellie Colbeck uh, uh, freshman for South Dakota State joining us here uh, out of Fergus Falls Minnesota and Ellie hey congratulations this has been a kind of a bonkers year you were thrown into the fire right away and had a chance then to certainly learn once everyone got healthy and the returners here for South Dakota State. How did, how did you enjoy this season? Um, it was a big season of growth, I think, for everybody on the team, um, especially me uh, being thrown into the lineup, I guess, right away. Um, just getting to learn from all the seniors. We just have a super good group this year. Um, yeah, just excited to continue 
um, going with them for a couple more weeks here. So, Talk about the difference from watching it last year to participating in it this year. What's that environment like? What's that emotion like when you get to run on the court and celebrate? Um, I think it's just not, it's like a good overwhelming when you just see the amount of blue in the crowd. Um, you just know that you're so supported and like you feel it on a more personal level being on the court and seeing it for yourself and hearing the crowd. Ellie, well, thank you so very much. Congratulations. Thank Enjoy you. this, all right? Yes, thank you. All right. Ellie Colbeck, again, 5'10 freshman out of Fergus Falls, Minnesota, joining us. Again, she had a chance. She started the first seven games of the season as a true freshman. Mesa Byam joins us, 6'2 sophomore out of Melrose, Wisconsin. And it seems like you've been here for 10 years and you're just a sophomore. Good to see you. <laughs> hey, congratulations. I want to say and commend uh, the, the role you get to play always. I mean, when it's road trips, it's so much fun to be able to see you. <laughs> and your ability to uh, lighten up the bus and light up the bus too. It really, it's a, it's a compliment to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what, do, what do you think about this? How does this feel? Oh, it's so exciting. Um, we've been working really hard for this all season, and we're just so uh, excited and happy. Yeah, great feeling. <laughs> Did we have a different playlist for the Summer League Tournament. Did you modify it? Did you make sure that it oh, was yeah. a Bluetooth charge? Yeah, it's always charged. <laughs> okay. I, I, yeah, I'm in charge of the speaker, but yeah. Um, always got to go with the, the classics, but I always try to change it up a little bit too. I don't. We don't have like a specific, I just see what's the it's vibe. It's got to be organic. DJ yeah. yeah, yeah. DJ just, Mesa? Yep, yeah. DJ Mesa for sure. Very good. So you've been into the NCAA Tournament before. Talk about the preparation time between now and then. What's that like? Yeah, we have a while now, so a lot of prep and it's exciting because we'll find out who we play and it's normally not people we um, get to normally play. So yeah, it's fun. Very good. Hey, congratulations, Mesa. We'll talk to you soon. You. Mesa Byam again in her third season at South Dakota State, 6'2 sophomore out of Melrose, Wisconsin. Joining us, a native of Lenox, South Dakota. I've got Madison Veloston. Madison, congratulations. How does this you. feel? Huh? Yeah, it's really exciting. I'm yeah. really happy for all of us. You've had a chance to participate in a lot of postseason in your years here at South Dakota State, and you still have some playing time. But what's this season been like for you? Oh, it's been awesome. It's been every game is awesome. I love the girls. The team is so much fun. And, yeah, it's just been so much fun. Talk about the three-point shooting today. That really fueled not just early in the game, but late in the game. You knocked down a couple of triples there then, too. Did the, did the rim look a little different there towards the end of the game? Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what to say. It was nice that they went in. Yep, yep, it's yep. nice that everybody else has went in, too, today. But talk about the dominance that you guys have had this year, too, through the Summit League, not just winning the games, but a pretty big margin. Uh, there's been a lot of distribution, and it's been a whole team that's contributing, too. Yeah, you know, I just think it shows all of our hard work that we put in the preseason, offseason, summer. So, yeah, I'm just proud of everyone. Well, thank you so very much for stopping by. Go Jacks, right? Thank you. Yep, go <laughs> Jacks. Right. See, you the, see you in the dance. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Madison Veloston from Lennox joining us as the South Dakota State Jackrabbits win 93-51 to 51 in dominating fashion over six-seed Omaha. Of course, uh, Madison just a sophomore, third season also uh, from Lennox and there's uh, some pictures going on with the big Summit League Championship trophy of South Dakota State. Now winners of 24 out of their last 25 games. They're 35-5 and all-time in Summit League play and now have won their 10th championship trophy here in the Summit League. Madison Mathewitz, the pride of Sleepy Eye. And Madison, a lot of a good playing time, especially the last two games. And it feels confidence continues to grow for you. Talk about that confidence. Yeah, I mean, the coaches and, and my teammates have just been feeding into me constantly, and it's it's just been super helpful for me to build that up. We talked to Ellie earlier, too, watching it last year versus being in it. What's that emotion like when you get to rush the court at the end of the game? 
Yeah, it's it's just surreal, I would say. It's just an incredible feeling of a long season of hard work and, and a lot of um, working through challenges. And closing out this tournament, you had to play Oral Roberts and you had to play Omaha, two teams that really gave you a run for the money in the league. What, what was that like preparing for a team a third time and then being dominant in those two wins? I would say we, we were just confident in knowing that we knew how to play them and we knew how to come after them, and I think we just stuck to our game plan and really showed that. You bet. Madison, thank you so very much. Congratulations. Thank you. All right, John Madison Mathewitz, 5'10", freshman out of Sleepy Eye, Minnesota. Uh, Reagan Nessheim. Ah, uh, don't make me cry. <laughs> uh, from Johnston, Iowa, and uh, one of those that uh, will be leaving the program, and that hurts me, but it's good to see you. How is the elbow? Was it the elbow? Yeah, it's doing better. We're okay. making progress. Okay, good. Um, so uh, we had talked to AJ um, again even today about roles mm -hmm. and knowing your roles. If someone comes in, as you did uh, from Johnston, had a lot of playing time in high school, yeah. you knew your role, what would you suggest to young girls that are listening right now that, hey, you might not be the star in your college yeah. team, but you have a chance to play an important role because you do. The, the girls absolutely love yes. you. Yes. Coming here, you know, it's just it's all about the team. I feel like everyone, we, we put each other first and we build each other up, and I just think that's it's uncommon, honestly, but it's just how it is here, and it's amazing. Everybody sees the games, the 40 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Talk about those days of practices, and because it takes 14, takes 15 yeah. deep in, yeah. and when you're running those two-hour practices in Denver after a four-hour flight or somewhere, <laughs> talk about the work that goes into it, too. It's a, lot of, it's a lot of hours, a lot of work, a lot of practices. I will probably on practice like 90, I'm sure. I don't know, but um, it's, a, it's a long season and a lot of hours, so it's but, crazy. But also the, the impact that uh, it has – for the future, uh, just take a look at what happened last April. You can't, I mean, you can't imagine what that does and now it vaults yeah. you into this uh, this season, 21 up and, and uh, 21 down for uh, the winning, 21-0 uh, against some yeah. of the competition. You've experienced quite a bit. <laughs> Talk about that experience just since, uh, since March, April last year. You know, this year, um, obviously we have the past to think about, but I think each year we try to just focus on what's ahead of us and not in the past. So, honestly, I think that's what we did this year and turned out pretty good. Uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks, yes. Reg. All right, see you later. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, Reagan nice Nessheim, South Dakota State. And, again, she's uh, out of Johnston, Iowa, and she um, she will be uh, missed too. Hey, we've got Brooklyn. Brooklyn joins us. Brooklyn Meyer uh, out of Larchwood. Uh, congratulations. What a, what a fun season it has been. You're just a year removed again from playing high school basketball and and what was it like to come to South Dakota State and experience everything that you have here since you got here? Uh, it's just been great. It's been a great experience. There's obviously a lot of, um, you know, veteran players on our team that I get to look up to and learn from every day. And so I just think it's been a really great experience. Been part of a uh, group of freshmen that have come in and you made a difference yourself. Talk about game one to game now. We know you're not done. What, that growth, uh, that growth perspective or spectrum that you've had and what it felt like being on the floor today. Um, you know, I just feel like, and it helps to have great teammates along my side, but I just feel like I've gotten a lot more comfortable, you know, playing um, at this speed, at this level, and I just, yeah, it's great when you have a bunch of teammates on the floor to pick you up and help you to stay comfortable with it, and by the end of the season, like, I just, I can't imagine playing, like you said, like, high school basketball anymore. It's just <laughs> great. So, yeah. And, and yeah. we referenced it yesterday when you and Tears of Moore, they were like, 
folks, we got two, three more years of this, so get used <laughs> to it. I mean, building some of that knowledge of what the league looks like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, that, that's got to be important to you, too. Mm-hmm. Well, we appreciate your time. Thank you so very much. Brooklyn Meyer, again, a six-foot freshman out of Larchwood. She uh, scored 12 points, as a matter of fact, in her first game as a Jackrabbit. And um, I'm trying to recall how many, 10, 12, 14 years ago you first came here, Peyton? Is <laughs> yeah. that right? uh, Peyton Burkhardt. <laughs> I, I know this is going to be real great radio, but show us your forearms. Yeah. I oh mean, my. yeah, I, I got some I've got some bruises. Is, That's OK. Is, is, that a, is that a little bit of the Denny going home with you? Right. So. Exactly. You got it. You got to have some battle wounds. Uh, Absolutely. Pe- Peyton Burkhardt joins us. Six foot senior out of Aberdeen and uh, Summit League all league second team this year. Uh, again, fifth straight season, all Summit League honors. Uh, you and uh, Maya got to go to the Sweet 16 yep. um, when you first got here. But what has your growth, what has this program's mm-hmm. growth come to even just today? Yeah, I mean, Maya and I have been here from the start together. She was here my freshman year, and um, we've been through a lot together. And I think just a te- our team as a whole, not so much just like the growth of myself but um, and the roles that I've had, but we always have a team that's really um, consistent. Everyone plays really hard. We have a lot of girls that can come in and do the things that we need. Um, so, yeah, I think that's just been something that's been key my whole career here at SDSU. Talk about today's game in particular when you're going up against Omaha as six seed, and people were making a big deal about Kansas City yesterday yep. and uh, some under-seeded teams, but that, that – Two through ten were really kind of a, a wild crapshoot this year, if you will. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, going in today against a team that you faced twice that really gave you a run for your money down at home. Yeah, exactly. I mean, our the whole rest of the conference, I mean, like you said, it was kind of just you never knew who was going to pull a win out here or there. But we always know that the team that's playing us is going to give us give us their all. And um, we didn't think any differently today when we came out. We knew um, that it was going to be a long game. We knew we were going to have to win each quarter, and I think we did that. So. It's a team that puts up a lot of points, but talk about the defense and the defensive effort that mm-hmm. this team has um, that has really cultivated throughout the entire year. Yeah, I think ultimately we've just gotten a lot better defensively. This tournament, we really got to showcase our defensive skills, um, the whole team playing together, getting in gaps, getting steals. I mean, we were just on fire on the defensive end, and then that turned into offense. So Over 1,760-some points in her career. Peyton Burkhardt, thank you so very much. Thank and we'll you see so what much, the guys. Next she's dance not, is. She's not done. No, 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 I know. I know. <laughs> No, thank you, Peyton. Yep. Appreciate it. <laughs> Bringing in Haley Timmer from Rapid City and St. Thomas Moore. And Haley, uh, congratulations on a wonderful tournament and a championship. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, this has uh, been a lot of fun. What a fun year in the Summit League, going 21-0 against Summit League competition, 18-0 in conference play, and then reeling off three convincing wins here in the tournament. What was it like? What did you see here in these three three games in Sioux Falls? Yeah, I think we just did what we've done all year in conference play is just stay true to our system and play connected and together and um, just always stay together when we're down and um, really right off the Jackrabbit Nation showed up. So, yeah. <laughs> Talk about the physical nature of basketball. We talked about X's and O's, but being mentally focused for the days in a row in an environment like that. I know Oral Roberts threw a lot at you. When you get a team like Omaha that's sagging off, it's like, oh, they're not there in front of me. Talk about the mental framework you got to have going into games like this day after day. Yeah, for sure. you got to refocus every day and know who you're playing against and know how to handle it and just lean on each other. And how about the defense, that shot blocker and Tori Nelson? Talk about how special <laughs> Tori is. <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. I think this 
the game today, she started off with like three blocks right in a row, and I was like, this girl is crazy. <laughs> yep, yep, she had four, and then uh, and then Callie had the six yesterday, and they get to come back and play with you next year. Just That's going to be on everybody's scouting report, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. They're great on defense, and they're – if I get beat or one of us gets beat, they're always there to clean it up. So it's a great defensive pressure. Hey, there's more people that want to talk to you, I guess. Yeah, so we're thank, gonna have to <laughs> thank you, Haley. Thank Thanks, you. Haley. All right, Haley Timmer, she is the uh, tournament MVP, 53 points, 19 to 30 shooting in the tournament, 10 of 14 on threes. We bring in another St. Thomas More product. We bring in Drew Gilton and Drew. Uh, five seasons at uh, Utah. We are very grateful that you decided to come to South Dakota State. How happy are you on making that decision? Oh, my gosh. I think this is just the cherry on top of my decision. I mean, coming into SDSU, I know that they've had, like, their bar is always set so high. It's, it's such a competitive uh, program. And coming into that, I knew that. And I just wanted to, you know, be on that level and experience this amazing atmosphere. And I know all the work we put in in the summer, this is what we were leading up to. So it's just, like I said, just a cherry on top just to be here with this team and this program and, um, bring it back to SDSU. Talk about the depth of this team, too. We, we, we don't know how many times we're about. there's eight players that have scored. There are nine players. The first five baskets were five different players. Talk about the balance and the depth of this team this year. Yeah, I think that is just our strength. Um, it is so hard. I mean, I can't imagine being another team trying to scout us. I mean, like, you stop one person, somebody else is going to step, step up. And the way that we just are able to share the ball and everyone is just so unselfish, that that is just our strength. And it doesn't matter. Honestly, you could ask any of the girls and – they don't want to be the leading scorer. They want to be the ones passing the ball and helping each other out, and I think that is just a blessing. Um, and it's amazing to watch, and it's so fun to play with. So that is definitely our And strength. you're starting to throw no-look passes on inbounds plays now. We're like, <laughs> he kind of freaked okay, out so <laughs> she's developing the game. It's, it's, it's taking another step. We thought that was pretty impressive today. So. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's your calling card, you know, so, but it's fun to watch. Yeah, a lot of basketball yet to be played. Enjoy the day today, and then we'll see what happens on Sunday, all right? Yes, of course. Good. Thank right. you. Hey, Thanks, thank Drew. You. All right, Drew Gilton, again from St. Thomas More and went to Utah five seasons and got the sixth season here at South Dakota State. Joining us now from uh, for South Dakota State, uh, again, is Callie Tyson. Callie, uh, a 6'1 junior out of Plymouth, Minnesota. Between you and Tori, uh, this is fun. <laughs> I mean, this block party that you held this weekend, we had over 20 as a team, and uh, the defense of this team, anchored by you and Tori uh, on the on the inside, just talk about how you love to play that defensive mindset. Yeah, for sure. I've always put defense first. I love playing defense, <laughs> um, getting blocks, getting steals, and I think defense has really helped this team. So, do you and your dad have uh, <laughs> issues in the kitchen? If you want something, you just box him out. Then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just push him back and get anything. You know, food's important, so definitely use that in the kitchen. I, I can see him across the way, but I gotta say. When something happens, he, the, your parents got to be the most calmest couple <laughs> in that Jacobit fan base. Is that kind of a, 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 a natural thing for them? I'm, I'm honestly surprised to <laughs> hear that, that yeah. they're the, uh, the There's most no calm. There's no fist pumping. There's no screaming from the third row. It's just pretty calm. But today's game, talk about playing in Omaha for the third time. They gave you a run, that one of those games that was pretty tight. And, but just blocking that out and kind of focusing on what you got to do yeah no definitely they're a great team especially the first game against us was uh tough but we knew what we had to do today and we obviously wanted to get it done and i think we just really came together and were able to put it together between the couple of years now and now how to prepare for more postseason that ncaa tournament you feel pretty confident about what the framework looks like yeah definitely obviously last year we had a super long post run in wnit <laughs> been to a, a ncaa tournament so we kind of know how to prepare and we're really excited for it so good 
Well, we appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Kelly. Yes, thank All you right. so much. Kelly Tyson joining us here on our post-game show as we have a chance to go through the um, the entire roster here for South Dakota State. Joining us now is Paige Meyer, 5'6", sophomore out of Albany, Minnesota. So many things have got to go through your mind. I know you don't want to look at the past, but certainly you know, go back to that final game in, in Frost last February, the regular season, to where you are today. A lot of things have happened. A WNIT championship that you had didn't have a chance to be a part of right. then you come in and take your first dribble on this floor in the summit league basketball tournament on 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 saturday talk about just coming here knowing that man this is the first time i get to play here yeah you know i was super excited obviously had a little bit of nerves you know coming in first time but you know jack Ivan nation always shows up so you know they're on your back and my team has been supporting me all year so can't thank them enough for that Talk about the, the physical nature of the game that you had yesterday and the recovery to come back and play in Omaha. That Oral Roberts gave gave you everything and it made you work for that one yesterday. Right, yeah, for sure. You know, Oral Roberts played with a lot of pace and, you know, we had to keep up, which we did. Um, so, you know, we recovered last night and you knew we had one more today and we had to give it our all. So Mentally, it's easy to trigger yourself to get ready for that, isn't it, when you know it's a championship? Right, you know, you know, we, we knew we had to come out and play today, so just getting that <laughs> mindset. Yeah, 41 points for Paige in the tournament, 14 rebounds, 12 assists, three steals. Talk about Haley Timmer and how special she is to play with. You come in and, uh, you know, in the same class, she ends up 53 points in this tournament, 19 of 30 shooting from the floor, 10 of 14 on threes. Just talk about how special she is. Yeah, you know, I love playing with Haley. You know, she brings so much to our team, you know, offensively and defensively. She's just got that spark about her, and she's got so much energy, and you know, we can always count on her to get a defensive stop or make a basket. As an individual, what is your favorite part of the game? Because I could say, I could argue defense. You love to you love to give somebody fits. You love to rebound the basketball. You love to pass the basketball. You love to drive and create mm -hmm. contact and finish. Is there a favorite part? I'd say uh, passing the ball and yeah. getting assists. You yeah. know, I love when my teammates knock down those shots. So. What was it like to work with Drew then this year? Because she also loves that part of the game. Yeah, for sure. You know, I've learned so much from Drew, and I'm so, so thankful that she was able to play with us this year and yeah I've just learned a lot from her at the point guard spot. Paige we appreciate your time. Yeah thank you. We look forward to more postseason play. Good luck. Thanks Paige. Paige Meyer 41 points in the tournament 14 rebounds. She had 12 assists and three steals in uh, in the three games that they played. Natalie Nielsen joins us. 6'3 uh, redshirt freshman out of Akron, Iowa, and we've had a chance to talk before about the decision to come here, and this has just got to be so exhilarating, huh? Yeah, for sure. This is the reason, like, why I'm here. Like, I know SDSU has such a great fan base, and, like, it's crazy. 1 p.m. on a Tuesday afternoon, and all these people are here cheering for us. Like, <laughs> it's insane. Talk about today's oh, game. How hard is it, you know, I'm just going to burn eligibility. I want to get on the floor. How hard is that to just kind of know that your, your role is to sit and cheer and, and be a good bench ma a member? <laughs> it's definitely hard not to be out there, but I kind of know what my role is. My role is to be the best teammate I can be, cheer them up when they're doing good, um, all the things. So, yeah. And, well, you've, and you've got that future to get look, look forward yes, to it, too. for yeah. sure, yeah. Yeah, one of the other things that Scotty had mentioned, too, to one of the, your other teammates, uh, matter of fact, it was uh, to Reg, to uh, Reagan Nessheim, about what people don't see and, like, your development that people haven't seen since you got on campus. Where do you think you've developed most here in, in this uh, freshman season that you're redshirting? I definitely think that I just gained more of an understanding of the game, being able to see it on the sidelines, but also I think just the weight room aspect, I've been able to strengthen yeah. up and yeah, it's yeah. been a huge jump from high school, but 
All worth it. And, yeah. and getting beat up every day by Maya Selen and Peyton Burkhart and those kind of things. <laughs> yeah, you learn sure. a thing or two. Oh, I think she's beat them up a little <laughs> well, bit, too. Well, that, too. And give a little back. <laughs> Absolutely. Natalie, thank you so Thanks, much. Natalie. And enjoy the uh, NCAA tournament. All right. Uh, that is, if you're wondering, that's Natalie Nielsen. She wears number 34 for South Dakota State. She'll redshirt. Um, so far, they haven't had to pull it. The Jackrabbits have stayed <laughs> so healthy. A 6'3 freshman out of Akron, Iowa. So I want to touch the right wait, hand of the. Wait. We just had another block shot. There was another block shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tori Nelson joins us. And uh, again, Tori, congratulations on the Summit League Championship. We were just so excited about the three block shots, and I just barely sat down. Talk about this defense of this team. Yeah, I think that's kind of been one of our strengths here is just starting off games with a really strong defensive intensity and, you know, forcing some turnovers, some tough shots for them, and that really leads to our offense for us. Being able to play on a team that has the depth and the balance that this team has had, again, we've, we've mentioned it a couple of times, just there's five players that have scored, there's six players that have scored, there's seven that have scored, and it's all like in the first quarter and a half. Just the, the ability for everybody to share the ball is pretty special. Yeah, you know, we do such a good job of it. You know, like you said, everyone wants to make the extra pass, find the open teammate, and we can just go so deep into our bench, and, you know, the first group gets tired and our bench is ready to come in and fill up that role. So um, that's definitely one of the big strengths of our team. Also talk about how you have improved as a Jackrabbit, your college game, um, just the ability this year when when the Jackrabbits needed someone to run point because you've run all five of those positions, you're so comfortable as a ball handler. Have, has your ball handling skills improved a lot, or has it just always been that good? Yeah, I would say they've definitely improved a lot. And, you know, this year with some lineups, I've definitely had to step up in that position. And, you know, you said I look comfortable. I don't know if I always feel that <laughs> way when I'm out there. But my coaches and my teammates, you know, they have all the confidence in me. And Drew and Paige have been so helpful in that position, too. So they've been great for that. You come to South Dakota State. Would you ever imagine you'd be in the top 40 of scoring in uh, in school history over 1,100 points? No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> well, we appreciate your time. Enjoy the NCAA tournament. Thank you. All right, Tori Thanks, Nelson. She uh, just a junior, Mendota Heights, Minnesota. And how many block shots did she have today? Uh, she ended up with four of those all right, right today. So she's got 106 career block shots. And, again, all time in the Summit League tournament, before we get to, to Maya Salem, Peyton Burkhart, and, again, these two seniors have logged 25 total games in the Summit League tournament. You got Peyton Burkhart in 13 games, 129 points, 58 rebounds, 22 assists, and Maya Salem, the pride of Letcher, South Dakota, in this tournament, 12 games, 142 points, 70, uh, 74 rebounds, and 32 assists. That sounds like, uh, like 10 careers of mine. Or maybe even more. But anyway, so congratulations. Thank you. Oh, we certainly um, do appreciate the time that you've given South Dakota State. But talk about how special this championship is. I'll get into all the other details about you and Peyton coming on together. But just talk about how special this one is for you. Yeah, this one's really special. You know, it's been a few years since we've had this feeling and been a, quite a few bumps in the road along the way. But um, to go out like this my senior year is uh, special and to do it, you know, with Peyton and um, the rest of this team. But Peyton and I have been through a lot together, so it's just really special to, to go out on top. Yeah, she had mentioned, you know, you go back to that uh, Sweet 16 season, and that was a lot of fun with a lot of uh, special athletes on that team. Just talk about how you guys have galvanized going from the WNIT championship, which, again, you can't sneeze at that accomplishment the last spring, but what this team has done 
this year and how it's identified as. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, we talked about this early on in the year of what we kind of wanted to accomplish. And it's it's been a while since we won this tournament and got to, um, you know, get that automatic qualification into the NCAAs. And so we're really excited at what we've done and um, certainly really confident in our team right now and really excited, you know, for what's next. That confidence comes not just showing up whatever seed you might show up as, but going in to, to win and not just one, but to go in to advance and continue, right? Yeah, we're really confident in each other. We've been playing really well lately, and, um, you know, we've just found ways to get better as the season's gone on. So um, we're really excited about, you know, the next opportunity, and we're definitely going to, you know, make the most of it. Well, Maya, thank you. I could talk to you for days, but I'll <laughs> let you go. you got celebrations to enjoy. Thank, thank you so you. very much. All right, Maya Selden, South Dakota State's uh, second all-time leading scorer, and uh, today Maya if I can read my writing, uh, Maya Sullen with 11 points today. She finishes uh, with uh, 2,127 points. And we're going to take a break of South Dakota State's uh, women advancing to the NCAA tournament, winning for the 10th time here at the Summit League tournament and qualifying for their 11th NCAA tournament appearance. The final South Dakota State 93, Omaha 51. We'll be back after this. This is Jack Rabbit Basketball from Learfield. Back inside the Denny Sanford Premier Center, South Dakota State women with the victory in the Summit League Championship, the final 93-51 over the six-seed Omaha Mavericks. The Jackrabbits with the victory, Scotty, and uh, advance. They will, uh, they will await uh, again uh, the call on Selection Sunday. And, um, again, depending on what you look at as far as uh, projections, certainly Charlie Cream has, has him at um, has South Dakota State at a potential 12, but see if things have, have changed over the last uh, 24 hours or last 24 minutes. And they certainly will. <clears throat> the women's tournament bracket will be unveiled Sunday night, 7 p.m., right after that men's selection Sunday, so it's all on the, the same day. And, uh, again, teams battling for 32 automatic bids. Uh, of the team of, uh, again, 66 teams or 68 teams that are going to make that in. And, again, South Dakota State is going to be one of those 32 other teams that have already kind of punched their ticket. Tennessee Tech, the Golden Eagles out of the Ohio Valley, the Chattanooga Mocs out of the SoCon, uh, St. Louis Billikens, they've already punched their ticket to the Atlantic 10, the ACC, the Virginia Tech Hokies, South Carolina Gamecocks, who the Jackrabbits face, the Iowa Hawkeyes, their 29th tournament appearance there, Washington State, the Cougars, the Jackrabbits faced and lost to them. They would like to have another shot yeah, at them, I think. I think so. Gardner-Webb, the running uh, Bulldogs there. Gardner-Webb out of the Big South. James Madison of the Dukes. The Yukon Huskies out of the Big East. Cleveland State out of the Horizon. They knocked off Green Bay in the title game there. And then, of course, here at the Summit League, the Danny Sanford Premier Center. They are also uh, the Jackrabbits have now punched their ticket part of that one. So, again, Sunday night, it, it takes a little bit of time. There's tournaments that are just starting this week. Their first and second rounds are just being played here earlier this week. So uh, once that happens and that selection committee has the all-important role of who else gets in it and that large bid, and that takes a little bit of effort there. So uh, there is still work to be done, but the Jackrabbits are no, are going to be there, and we'll have it for you here on the Jackrabbit Sports Network. Jackrabbits at 28-5 and five on the year. We've got one final break. Jackrabbits defeat Omaha in the championship, the final 93-51. to 51. The first Dakota National Bank postgame show wraps up after this break. You're listening to Jackrabbit Basketball from Learfield. Well, it's the first Dakota National Bank postgame show. We wrap things up from Sioux Falls. The happy total South Dakota State advancing to the NCAA tournament. Jackrabbits now have won 10 
Summit League Championships making their 11th appearance in the NCAA tournament, and Scotty Quaz will follow them wherever the NCAA places them, and we'll find out on Sunday night. South Dakota State led by Haley Timmer with 18. Jacks pour four double-figure scorers on the floor. Paige Meyer with 16. Peyton Burkhart with 14. Maya Sullen with 11. Well, our next broadcast of Jackrabbit Basketball will come up in the uh, first round of the NCAA tournament. We want to thank Megan Glover and the SDSU Athletics Communications team, as well as our, our friends here um, uh, with the, the Summit League and our friends, of course, at Omaha for helping prepare every day this week. Our thank you so very much. Our network producer in the flagship 570 WNAX Studios is Jim Remler. Lead engineer of the Jackrabbit Sports Network is Jerry Oster. GM of Jackrabbit Sports Pro Properties is Jonathan Schreiber. Senior manager of the Jackrabbit Sports Network is Ben Conley. Vice president of broadcast operations for Learfield is Tom Bowman. For more, we invite you to log on to GoJacks.com or download the Jackrabbit app today. Once again, the final score is South Dakota State is going to the big dance as they defeat Omaha in the Summit League title game the final South Dakota State 93 the Omaha Mavericks 51 for Tyler Merriam who does everything for South Dakota State when it comes to the broadcast of football and basketball today our audio technician and statistician I thank you so very much for giving me the opportunity to be with you and the Jackrabbits and also the Scotty mm -hmm. Quaz and everybody else that has uh, an opportunity to be a, a part of this team throughout the entire school year we appreciate your help Thank you, Scotty, and we appreciate you listening. Our final, once again, South Dakota State 93, Omaha 51. You're listening to Jackrabbit Women's Basketball from Learfield.